Hey there, We Can't Wrestle Podcast listeners. If you haven't noticed, we have switched our server to Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So go ahead, download the free Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get started. Highly recommended by me and everybody else here at the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Listening to the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Now it's time for our host, Nate Manson. Hello, wrestling fans, and welcome to episode 98 of the We Can't Wrestle podcast as we inch closer and closer to episode 100. Which is going to be epic. This is Nate Maxson, your host. And on this week's show, we have a couple of very, very, very cool things going on. First of all, an interview with our friend, Mr. Chad Austin, formerly of ECW and uh, the East Coast Independent Scene. Great professional wrestler and all-around good guy. Fun as fuck to hang out with. He will be joining us for his second interview with the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Now, the crazy part about that is... We get into some stories that I was very interested in, and as we're recording the interview, my computer crashes. Yes, crashes. Blue screen. Didn't even know that could happen now. But anyway, I was able to get everything back up and running, able to preserve that audio, thank God, of at least the 30 minutes we did with Chad that evening. So I do have that for you, that 30-minute interview with Chad Austin with some stories about Mike Boyette and Superfly Jimmy Snuka. And also, we're going to be joined on the show, a co-promotion show here, between the Asylum Wrestling Podcast and the We Can't Wrestle Podcast. We're joined by Archie Aaron and myself, joined by John Majewski and David Gold of the Asylum, and also Mr. Rocky Turner of the Nerd Closet and World Championship Customs. For a great conversation, not only about an event that the Asylum, WCC, and the Nerd Closet are putting on with Buff Bagwell on this Saturday, May 16th, but also we do a watch-along of WrestleMania 9. So if you're listening right now, get that ready on your WWE Network and watch WrestleMania 9 along with us. But first, before we go to that, let's go to the aforementioned interview with Chad Austin here on the We Can't Wrestle podcast, the Computer Crash interview with Mr. Chad Austin right here on the We Can't Wrestle podcast. All right, wrestling fans, and welcoming once again to the We Can't Wrestle podcast, the one guy involved in the We Can't Wrestle podcast that actually can wrestle, Chad Austin. Welcome back to the show, Chad. Hey, welcome back, my friend. Is, Glad to be here. Is, I couldn't think of anything I'd rather do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm still thinking. <laughs> well, 
Chad is in uh, Baltimore, Maryland, right? Yes, sir. And we are here in Podunk, Ohio. But the beauty of the internet and social distancing means we can all get together and have a few beers tonight, talk some wrestling. Um, Aaron is here. Yeah, but you can also claim the fact that, that, that Sammy Callahan is your favorite son, right? Oh, for Christ's no. sake. No. God. Uh. <laughs> That guy is. What about, the, what about the guy? That guy what about is the Ocho? That guy, Aren't you guys called Ocho? No. <laughs> Sammy Callahan is. Oh, the what shits. about the guy who? What about the guy that uh, coached the um from the uh, from Cincinnati, the uh, the Bengals, the Orioles, uh, the Ravens guy. Oh crap! Dude, I, dude, I'm reaching. I'm reaching out to somebody for this. The place to have material, and he's got nothing. Oh, <laughs> uh, Marvin, Marvin, the Marvin guy. Yeah, Marvin Lewis, which fuck. I was reaching up to Alex Grassman, guys. I was grasping. I was holding my hand out like a lifeline. Like I was like, who wants to be a millionaire? And this motherfucker had nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Uh, we got, there's some, there's some notable people. There's Al Snows from Ohio. Uh, John Moss. Great. Let, Lex Thatcher. Les Thatcher, John Moxley, um, Dolph well, Ziggler. Keep, keep going. <laughs> uh, the Miz. Ale- from here. Alexa Bliss. I mean, don't, don't, hurt, don't hurt yourself. Alexa, Alexa Bliss. <laughs> Alexa Bliss. Enough said. Alexa Bliss. Alexa yeah, Bliss. she's a Cincinnati girl. Because she's good looking. <laughs> Do you know how many other good looking girls are in fucking Ohio? Yeah, well, not, yeah, not right, many. Never mind. Not many. Not M- move on. <laughs> yeah, not many. <laughs> Moving along. Moving along. <laughs> and, of course, The Miz is from Ohio. You're welcome. Well, I will say this. I will give The Miz a pass, and I would say, like, uh, how long have you been there? Was it 14 Two, years? 2006. Yeah, 2006. Okay, well, I will go. The first seven years, I didn't, I didn't really fucking give a shit about him. And the second seven years, I forgot he was even still there. <laughs> but, uh, nonetheless, yeah, he's doing a great job. He, I mean, what is he doing? I don't even is, know what he's doing. Well, what is, what is he doing? That's the problem with the modern product is you don't know who's doing what anymore. The way they book the shit, like. It changes so much, and it's such 50-50 booking that either you don't know or you don't care what's going on with anybody. <laughs> it's that's why. Man, that's... I got to tell you, I got I got to be honest. Um, me and Jess watched Raw on Monday night, and and she she's starting to realize how hard it is for me to watch the no people there stuff. And when they had the um. Rick, uh, as Chris Jericho would say, with the ricotta and um, Cedric Alexander against the two jobs. I don't even know who they were. Shane Thorne and the Michael Vick guy. Yeah. And and I said, well, there's no way they're gonna win. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the other guys win. I just said, you know what, Jess? I can't watch this anymore. And I don't know what's going on. Be, being, I don't know these people. Can somebody explain to me what's going on? Being honest, Chad, I mean, I, I watch Raw. I watch every new show because we do the live show on Sundays talking about modern product. But I fast forward through almost 
85% of the shows and then go back to watching old shit. Like, I, I, I watch it enough to do, like, the cliff notes so I can comment on it, and then after that, it's back to... I got you. It's back to Mid-South, it's back to, to old WCW, it's back to old WWF, Smoky Mountain. No, man. See, see now, now we're getting to the point where you have to go back and listen to the commentary and listen to how, how everything's picked apart internally. That's almost a new thing. Mm-hmm. Is is uh, like you're trying to figure out what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> it's it's not wrestling. That's anymore. What, that 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 almost seems like that's what they're doing. They're just trying to get people to figure out like what are we doing over here? <laughs> we got we we got um we got just all these people that are just running around. Um, you know, there's these guys that just live in Tampa that can just come in and get beat up. Did that guy that got beat up uh, on NXT last night by um, the, uh, the the Killer Cross guy? That's my that's my new favorite job guy. <laughs> that guy took a beating like he owed Killer Cross money. Maybe that's maybe that's the one good thing about the the. No arenas and the, them having to be on a skeleton crew. Maybe we're getting back to enhancement matches, you know, yeah. where it, it's like I, Kyle and I were talking about the other night. Back in the 80s, and I'm just using two examples, the 50-50 booking wasn't there, so nobody got sacrificed. So, you know, Akeem beats Jobber, Jobber, Jobber. Boss Man beats Jobber, Jobber, Jobber. These guys are both stars. Now when these two stars compete, a star beats a star. It's a simple fucking formula that they have just lost over the years. You know what? How many matches have you had? Me? None. <laughs> yeah. None. You really haven't had any matches? No. So who are you to call people jobbers? I Look said... at you. <laughs> I should have well, said... So what are you saying? If you're going to go out there, what are you going to do? Hit the ropes? And uh, what, a body press? I'm going to hit the ropes. What, and what prob- are you going to do out I'm gonna, there? I'm going to hit the ropes and probably hit the floor. That's why this show's called the We Can't Wrestle Podcast. <laughs> That's I, right. I own it. So I, don't don't I, you be talking about genres like I, you're trying to speak about like Mike Boyette or anything like that. Oh, my I mean, seriously, I think I knew. I think I knew where we're going anyway. That was a wonderful segue. That was an. Yeah, that's what I do. That was an amazing segue. Not only a great wrestler, but a great broadcaster as well, Mister Chad Austin. Chad, you have. Yeah. You oh, have, I've been doing this for a while. You have a. Uh, oh, go ahead, Aaron. I was just going to say the thing that when I tried watching it the last time was they came back from break and um, there I can't even remember who it was. It might have been Ricochet or somebody was already in the ring and his music was playing. And he was like up on the top rope. And then was like posing like he had already come out. And my thing is, it's like, I understand when you have people in the building. Yeah, because you're on commercial, there's people in the building. So they're coming out to entertain those guys. So if you want to suspend reality, like if you think about it, who would come out and who was he celebrating as he was coming? Like who was he posing for? Yeah, like, like, like what did he win? The Phil, Grand Prix? Phil, Phil, <laughs> Phil the cameraman is his number one fan. Yeah, and, like, he just came out and like so they the, they were like, hey, we're on break, but he still came out to his music and like danced a little bit and did his shit. Like who's he doing that for? With the <laughs> Yeah, Phil, Phil the cameraman had an eight by ten that he had a sharpie with on his hand. <laughs> It was like, hey, Mr. Ricotta, can you, uh, well, uh, I don't know what your name is, my daughter likes you, but 
<laughs> I didn't work out. Somebody told me about your butt blasting video. <laughs> yeah, I, I really don't know. <laughs> I mean, don't hate me. <laughs> well, Chad, you brought up Mike yeah, Boyette. It's, it's... You brought up Mike Boyette. And I want to hear the story. Chad was Chad was enticing me with a preview of a Mike Boyette story. Mike Boyette. Was he old by the time this... He had to be ancient by the time this story comes about. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, do you guys even know who Mike Boyette is? Well, I know, I know him as a jobber in Mid South. I know he had a career long. Oh my God! You're gonna make me throw up my mouth. Seriously, <laughs> you want me to be on the? You want me to continue the residence program? Enhance. When you're gonna disregard the California hippie? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on! You better, you better retool your language, pal, or I'll just hang up on this phone because I got bad reception anyway. <laughs> he was a California hippie jobber in Mid South. Is that better? <laughs> yeah, he was a jobber in Mid South. <laughs> but I mean, I know he. Had but a, he was a I, big star. He was a big star in Pensacola. Well, and that's what I was going to say. I know that. I know that he had. Uh, a career before that, but that's all I, honest to God, that's all I've ever really seen of him is the Mid-South stuff, in, in all seriousness. Well, that's a shame. Uh, no, I got, um, my, uh, Boyette, dude, I, 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 uh, got interested in Boyette in, like, whatever, 85, 86. See, I told him I got it. Um, my wife's coming downstairs now, I'm telling her that I'm getting ready to do it. I'm like, Boyette, really, you know, I love it. <laughs> And um, um, yeah, I got I got into Mike Boyette in the UWF. You know how he lost 172 matches, <laughs> and I was just like, this guy's great. I mean, before I didn't have an internet, I didn't even have a phone, I didn't even have a uh, I didn't even have a mother, uh, I didn't even have a home, and um, <laughs> and I was going, but but I like Mike Boyette. And I started, I started putting all his matches on certain tapes mm-hmm. and making a best of Mike Boyette. And I had, like, all his matches. You, 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 I mean, you, Steve Cox, Shane Douglas, Gary Young. I mean, you name them. Um, you know, the, some guy you knew down the street. <laughs> whoever. You know, the, the Mike Boyette matches. And... And then somebody just got a hold of me and said, like, oh, hey, you're a big fan of Mike Boyette, huh? Oh, Mike Boyette. Yes. Well, I found I found the guy in, in, uh, in um, what's it called? Pensacola, Florida, mm-hmm. that knew where Mike Boyette was at, you know? And I was on a mission. I was going to find this guy. And... I called the guy and I said, hey, with, uh, where would I meet you at? He said, well, I'll fly you into Pensacola. He was almost like a bounty hunter, but he was like a jobber hunter. <laughs> he would go look for jobber wrestlers. I found Israel Mata. I was like, wow, that's the greatest job in the world. <laughs> I mean, because, you know, I've been looking for Rusty Brooks for like 17 <laughs> years. And, and this well, is it, this guy says you could you could find Rusty Brooks a, a Rusty Brooks in any bar, couldn't you? Look at that this guy. guy's like he's like an Italian stallion. He's just going around picking up these enhanced wrestlers. And... <laughs> yeah, like I've been, I've been looking for him forever. But you know, I go on these quests. 
you know, for all these people. And I, found, I said, I'm going to find out where Mike Boyette's at. And I found the guy, and he set, he set me up with, um, like, a guide. Because when you go to, like, Mobile, Alabama, and, like, Pensacola, Florida, New Orleans, all that stuff, you need to have a guide because of the swamps. You know, they got, like, they got, like alligators and mosquitoes. You can't be having all that going down there. Did you have to so you need a guy to take you down there. And we looked, and we looked, and we went, we, we, we drove around, we called a bunch of people. You know, we had some phone numbers. You know, we knew who to talk to. We called, we called Bob Armstrong. Well, I have no idea why he was pissed off with Jessica, only because I tried to book him for a show in Baltimore in 97, and he didn't get his $222. But he didn't return her phone call. We we found out of a, a spot that he was at in uh, Pensacola. Mm-hmm. I I why do I picture I and, picture I picture you riding around in one of those fan boats looking for Mike Boyette? One of those big fan boats. Oh no, dude, <laughs> that would have been so cool. That that would have been the coolest thing ever. Well, I yeah, are you kidding me? <laughs> me me riding around in one of the fan boats with my mullet. <laughs> 95, <laughs> after I had just beat Tommy Cairo. Look at me, man. <laughs> Check me out. I'm fucking, yeah, no. I'm looking for, um, who am I looking for? Mike Boyette. Mike Boyette. Or Rusty Brooks, either way. Oh, Mike Boyette. <laughs> um, yeah, and then somebody says, I think I knew where Mike Boyette's at. And I say, well, where do I find Mike Boyette? And he said, well, he he wrote he wrote some like number on a head on a paper towel at a bar, and I said, "Oh, well, I'm gonna go find him." And 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 who would have fucking thought that in 1995 that bars were open 24 hours a day? <laughs> this bar was open 24 hours a day, and they said, "I go, is White Boyette here?" And they said, "Oh yeah, he's sleeping in the closet." And I say, what do you mean he's sleeping in the closet? And they said, well, we put a ring in here, and he said he was going to run shows and in the in the bar, but during the middle of the shows, he would just run in the middle of the, in the match and then beat up everybody. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's Mike Boyette. <laughs> so we, we we walk into this bar and we go we go into this bar. It was a twenty a twenty four hour bar. Could you imagine that? In this day and age, we're charged fucking often. A twenty four hour fucking bar. I mean, literally, anywhere I go, just walk in, get a beer, just willy nilly, just do whatever I want. <laughs> Six thirty in the morning, and, and you walk into a bar. Six thirty in the morning. Give me a beer. Six thirty in the evening. Well, at six thirty in the morning, I've already had two beers. What do you think about that one, pal? But um, who are we talking about? Mike, Mike Boyette. Boyette. Huh? Oh, Mike Boyette. But um, I will at the end of this when I, we we walked we walked into that fucking restaurant, and the guy said, um, "Are you looking for Mike Boyette?" And I, I said, yeah, here's the, the California hippie. 
And I said, well, of course. I mean, who else could we be looking for? I mean, in, in, in this day and age, only 40 years later, you know, I mean. <laughs> and he goes, well, if you open that door over there, he's in there. And me and, um, I think it was Terry Golden. No, it was me and uh, Travis Edgeworth. We walked over to the door, and we opened the door, and I said, are you ready? And he goes, no, are you ready? <laughs> and I said, I think I'm ready. And we opened the door, and there he was. <laughs> in and a, all was splendor. In a closet? <laughs> in a closet? Just, like hiding behind just, coats? Just l- uh, what's that? Well, you said the closet, and I, I just picture him in between coats, just Mike Boyette sitting there. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was, it was, it was. The, however, you get your your mattress to to bend. <laughs> you know, it was like I'm gonna get my mattress in the room, but I don't know how it's gonna like fucking lay. <laughs> so we're just gonna put it in, and you know, kind of, yes. you know, kind of thing. But, it, but it's Mike Boyette, right? I mean, it's Mike Boyette. He's a California hippie. I mean, seriously, let's be honest. And uh, he says, uh, who are you? And I said, I came from Baltimore, sir. And I've been on a mission, you know, to uh, do, a, you know, a history of your story. I think you're the worst. <laughs> and... And I can't, I can't believe how terrible you have been. And you've made a career out of being terrible for 30-some years. Uh, it's unbelievable. And he goes, you know what? He looked like the guy on, on Seinfeld with, that was a gym teacher. And he goes like, and he hands me, he hands me like, um, um, like his, like, like, like for somebody who's kind of homeless, you know, it's kind of hard to keep a hold of a lot of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, but he hands me a whole bunch of stuff, like his wrestling trunks, <laughs> like you know, like just a whole bunch of shit. And he's like, and it's one wrestling tape that he has. Is one wrestling tape that he has. He hands me. And I'm like, you don't understand. And then he signs his little dinner napkin to Chad, the California hippie, Mike Poyette. And boy, the smile. I, it just illuminated my face. It was unbelievable. <laughs> that I, I found the fucking hippie. You didn't find him. Nobody else found him. <laughs> but you did. I thought that I found the hippie. I thought that I thought the big payoff of the story was going to be the one tape that he had was the tape you made of all of his matches. <laughs> oh, dude! No, no, no. The, the best part of the tape was he did. Um, he he's wearing one of them fucking um. You know what? You know what? Good call, whichever one of the fucking Mason brothers you are. He uh, great call where he uh he he would put like um different things on mason blocks and he would break them and then he did like a couple of mason blocks and he would break them and he was wearing a new japan wrestling suit and he did like two <laughs> mason blocks and he goes i'm gonna break these mason blocks and i, I looked at it and I said i don't think you're make you're breaking them two mason blocks i don't think that's happening 
And he goes, boom. And then he stands up and he stumbles and goes, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Mike Boyette is a fucking American treasure. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what guy, I don't know what state you guys live in, but the Mount Rushmore where I live is Mike Boyette, Mike Jackson. Um, Dusty Wolf? <laughs> I'm just trying to think of an answer to people. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I would just have two empty spaces <laughs> for any anybody else. Me? Why? Why can't I be on it? Nobody's done more jobs than me. All right, Mike Boyette, Mike Jackson, you, and the Italian Stallion. <laughs> oh, Gino. A Bobby Star. What about Bobby Star? Bobby Star does a lot of jobs. Hey, Israel Mata. I, uh, Come on. Remember Israel Mata? Oh, Israel Matia. Mm. Matia. No, it's yes, Israel Matia. Matia, that's right, yeah. <clears throat> I got to send you the, um, the, the, uh, the trunks that Mike Boyette gave me. The best part is, is that all the fucking, the threads, like, on the legging, you know, all the, you know, the outside, it's all old and wet, worn out. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> this is like, it, this is <laughs> you know, the material's falling apart, and, and I'm like, you're Mike Boyette. Did you get these from Gypsy? Oh, yeah. Did and you then get... I said, oh, yeah, you're Mike Boyette. <laughs> Did you get these from Gypsy Joe? What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, uh, no. Well, Jesse Joe's my next project. <laughs> but he's already dead, right? Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. He's not hard to find. <laughs> he's right where well, they left. You'll find him. <laughs> well, who who can I spend my fucking hard-earned uh, unemployment money on uh, going to find in the wrestling business? Hmm. Who do you think still out there? So many of the good ones are dead. It's depressing to say that, but even 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 the good bad ones, you know, it's like the even the good bad even the bad ones were better than what we have today back then. But there, so many of them are gone. The Dorchester still alive? Who? The Duke of Dorchester is he oh, still alive? Uh, <laughs> no, the Duke of Dorchester. What about Mike Quackenbush? Can we go find Mike Quackenbush? Is he still alive? Ah, quack, quack in a bush. Sorry, that's a Mark Brothers reference. But um, yeah, didn't somebody didn't somebody say fuck Mike Quackenbush? <laughs> you might have. I didn't. <laughs> anyway, but go ahead. Um, before we were uh, the last time we were talking, we were in ECW and um. You had, we hadn't talked about it, but um, you had brought up the uh, new deck, the ah, sorry, the new Jack situation or the incident, um, and I had just watched some of that recently. So I was just going to be curious on um, if you kind of wanted to maybe paint the picture of what led to that, because I understand you weren't even supposed to be in that match, correct? I don't know. I, yeah, I was supposed to be in that match. I thought. Somebody I I had read 
and I know you read what's on the internet. I had read that you would request You have read it? Yeah, I've read a couple times. Um, but I had seen that. I, I thought that I had heard the rumor was that it was supposed to be Stevie Richards in that match, and you replaced him in that. And Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I honestly, yeah, to tell you the truth, I've never heard that. That's the first time I've ever heard that. But that makes 100%. Uh, what's it called? 100%. Sense? It's a hundred percent positive. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh I was on my way out. Clearly I was on my way out. And and Stevie was on his way up. So yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean I never really heard that or that was a consensus, but yeah, I, I believe that. I think that maybe happened. Yeah, I just read that he had an injury, but, they put they put you in there and something that you said the new Jack just set him off or whatever. Oh, it's fucking, that's all nonsense. It was nonsense. That, that whole, any, yeah, all, all that shit was nonsense because I don't think that, um, um, I don't think they were ready to pull the trigger on the BWO just then. If you know what I mean? It, yeah. it, 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 it was a couple of weeks away. You know, they had to see, like, what can we do here with these fucking, you know, idiots? You know, because this one guy's not in shape, the other guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah, you know what I mean? And and it's just like, what can we do with these fucking clowns? So I don't think they were ready to pull the trigger on that, so I think I was a perfect fix for, hey, I'm a measuring stick for what are we doing with these, you know, guys. And, yeah, it was just like, uh, like I've always said, New Jack said, you go with me, me, you go with Mustafa. That was the match. So there wasn't, like, I just, I, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I just always heard that New Jack took offense because you tried to say you wanted to do something in the match or something. So that whole thing, that's just bullshit on the internet. Yeah, you know what? You know what? I'm going to be honest right now on your pod on your podcast. I'm going to tell you the absolute truth. I told New Jack. Well, I, you know, I'm not going to say truth. I'm going to say the truth. I said that New Jack, I was going to throw you into the ropes, and you were going to duck a clothesline, and when you came back, and I I gave you an elbow, you went underneath of it, and then you went for a hurricane rana. And then I said, no, and you land on your feet. And then I gave you a palm strike and backed you back into the ropes that you ducked under my legs, hit the ropes, springboarded off of the ropes. Can you believe this? Off of the ropes. <laughs> and he landed on top of me, but I caught him, right? And and then I, I landed him down. Uh, I, you know, does that make more sense? Sure. I mean, because that's what didn't happen. <laughs> it, it, it was, um, maybe you go with Mustafa, Chad, you come with me. That, that simple. That was the whole entire way the match was called. That's the way the match was called. And, and, and it's actually getting kind of sad that I got to explain that. Like, it was, 
Mustafa, you go with me? <laughs> and Chad, you come with me. And I'm like, well, why am I the guy getting beat up? Why would you beat up Meanie? For Christ's sake. What, you know, why is Meanie so fucking over? I never understood that either, to be honest with you. I don't, I don't know. I just, I never got the whole BWO thing anyway. I didn't think it was remotely entertaining. But anyway, Aaron, I know you, did you have another question? No, I just, like I said, I want, I'd always heard, like, I just wanted to hear if it was just a, a malicious thing on New Jack's part or just a, a, a thing that just happened. And it sounds like it was just a thing that happened. Um, you talked about earlier. I, I, I just think, I just think New Jack thinks that it, it's just great for his fucking resume that he yeah. beat me up. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, seriously, my girlfriend beats me up a couple of days a week. Whatever, you know, she takes advantage of me. And I'm going like, well, if you think it's great for your resume, then fuck. What, are you going to be the fucking the TV champion? <laughs> and before we get out of ECW, there's just a couple names. I just figured I'd throw them at you and see if you had anything um, about them. Because I, I know you worked with some of these guys. Um what was, if there was any interaction other than just going out there and working with him, what was it like um, with your interaction with Jimmy Snuka? If there was. Oh, any. Jimmy Snuka. Like, was he an approachable guy? Was oh, yeah. A decent guy? Oh, he was, he was totally approachable. I mean, he couldn't have been more approachable. You walk up to the guy and you say, hey, my name is Chad Austin. I'm the guy working you. And he goes, hey, I'm Jimmy Snooker. And he hands you a baloney, a piece of baloney skin. <laughs> I, and then you go like, um, I am so, I'm surprised it was that intelligible. Like, hey, I'm Jimmy Snooker. Like, I just picture, hey, brother, the sands of time. Yeah, that's what and the hearts, brother. Of, the hearts of palm. <laughs> Yeah, he hands me a fucking he hands me a fucking cold hand, and then I'm just going like, oh great. And then I go like, uh, so how are you gonna beat me? You gonna give me the superfly, brother? <laughs> you know, you know, fly the top rope, fifteen thousand feet. You know, and he goes, nah, brother. Then nah, you know what? You know, I'm a job guy. You know, I'll take the headbutt from the middle rope, huh? <laughs> he goes, no. And I go, what do you know? Uh, what are you going to do? He goes, I was thinking, um, suplex, brother. <laughs> and then I, I, you know, I looked at my family and I just said, you're going to pin me with a suplex? Like, seriously, who is pin with a suplex? What year is this? <laughs> well, when was the last time somebody got pinned with a suplex? But I guess when I guess when a murderer tells you you got to take a suplex for the pin, you just go ahead and do it. I don't know. I'm just... Well, I really didn't know he was a murderer then, <laughs> so you know, I kind of just like uh, I kind of just looked over it and I just said, "Oh, you're gonna pin him with a suplex." So we get out to the ring and he picks me up, and and this motherfucker he didn't <laughs> even take the bump with me. He, he just he just threw me out from underneath him, right? And then I, then I fall, and um, he sticks his feet on me from the one, two, three. 
So I, I got beat up by Timmy Snuggler. Good Lord, did I get beat up by Timmy Snuggler. <laughs> you know, I got a family. They saw this on TV. You know, they saw, you know, I'm the, I'm the provider, you know. I'm the, I put the food on the plate. And these people just saw me get just manhandled by Timmy Snuggler. They're never going to look at me the same. And that's when the computer crashed. <laughs> Um, that's what I'm calling the computer crash Chad Austin interview here on the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Great stories, though. That Mike Boyette story is amazing. Amazing, as is the Superfly Jimmy Snooker story, which he didn't even get to finish that night. I'm sure we will delve into that the next time Chad is on the show. And I want to thank Chad very much for being on the We Can't Wrestle podcast once again. He is donating his time to us just to hear some great stories and chit-chat and shoot the shit. And we really, really do appreciate it. So thank you, Chad, for being on the show. And that being said, let's go to the next part of the show, which is long but worth it. Myself, Aaron, Archie, joined by David Gold and John Majewski of The Asylum and Rocky Turner from the Nerd Closet World Championship Customs, and we are talking WrestleMania 9, doing a watch-along on WrestleMania 9, so go ahead and pause this show, get WrestleMania 9 queued up on your WWE network, listen to the mass confusion as we get our shit queued up in the We Can't Wrestle podcast and Asylum World, but the We Can't Wrestle podcast the Asylum, the Nerd Closet, and World Championship Customs here right now presenting to you our watch-along of WrestleMania 9. Enjoy, everybody. We are live on YouTube in the Asylum and the We Can't Wrestle YouTube. Welcome, everyone. Nate Maxson here with you. And as you can see, I have some esteemed gentlemen with me here this evening. Who are all eating. Mr. <laughs> Mr. David Gold, Mr. Archie Mitchell, my brother Aaron, and Mr. Rocky Turner is here with us. What's up? How's it going, fellas? Here tonight, we are going to do a watch-along of WrestleMania 9. So before we, uh, before we dive into something else for just a moment, I want to let the viewers know... Get your WWE Network going. Get ready to watch WrestleMania 9 along with us. And with that, at that, for the moment, I'm going to turn it over to David, Archie, and Rocky. To, Wait, uh, Aaron, don't leave. Wait. No. <laughs> like a, what did we say? Like, what did we say? Oh, there you go. Um, I was, was going to go do something real quick, and you guys were going to talk about something Nate doesn't right, want to hear about. Archie knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, there it is. That belt in the back. Anyways. <laughs> All right, so, uh, David, go ahead and start us off about what's going to be happening on the 16th. Um, the 16th, what is, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> on the 16th at 6 p.m., we are going to have, the only person that's sexier than me, Buff the Stuff Bagwell, on, and guys and gals, it's it's going to be exactly like being able to meet him in person. You're going to be able to get, which, you know, your picture signed. Uh, we have three really, really beautiful 8x10s. I got some examples here I can show everyone. You know, we got one here where he's flexing, gorgeous oh, signature. Okay. Um, we have his Hasbro form, NWO signed. Brian Pipping Jr., baby. Made right, made and that Hasbro is coming to life via Rocky Turner. I'm working on it, yeah. 
I got in the red paint pen, and, and he'll have these colors, certainly. You know, him and his NWO, black and white, of course. You know, he's one of the originators, in my humble opinion. So we're going to have Buck live, and you'll be able to talk with him, ask him a couple questions, and, you know, just have a just kind of meet and greet, um, something new we're trying with this shit that's going on. So just make sure you get your reserves in and pre-order so you can be first in line. We've got about 10 guys now that are in. And um, if this goes well, we can get some more people on. Certainly. And to add to that with the pre-orders, um, and I know Dave was probably going to mention this, pre-orders, the people who get pre-orders get two spots in our giveaway for a fully loaded Super NES Mini or Sega Mini. Now, I say Super NES and Sega Mini. They're actually retro flag systems that I build fully loaded to the gills. 13,000 games, anything you can think of, it's on there. You got to get me one of those. Just, just for getting in line to get a signature from Buff. Right. And, uh, and I think <laughs> whoever gets that system is just going to be floored because I've been, these things have been. Been cranking them out left and right this past. And that's week. almost a three four hundred dollar system, right? Just so everyone knows it's not he, like he's sending you some twenty dollar game system. No, 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 he's sending you something he's put his hard time and work into. He's done circuitry, changed the boards out. I would say, I would say you probably it would take you a good two years to come up with the catalog that's in this thing. I mean. It does not miss a beat. It's Atari all the way up to some PS1. I mean, yes, it has N64. Everybody asked me that. It has N64. <laughs> I said, yes, yes, it does. So messy, right? But the controls are off the charts for an N64. I mean, look at that thing. It's it's nuts. You, it's hard to emulate that controller, but they do sell USB ones that you can. Yes, they do. Yeah, um, they do. You can configure to to and play those games better. Four or five of our members in the asylum and in WCC and in the nerd closet have already won these over the last couple of weeks, and they've received them, yep. and they're raving about these systems. Yep. You know, Dan Gleason said he just got his today, and he already started playing it. He's, he's there's Dan. Out, there's you know? Dan Barnhart's. It's going out yeah, tomorrow. They, yeah. So I mean, I got um, Corbs is here, so I'm tempted to play it, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I got cards yeah. yesterday, so I was like, maybe you should test it before you send it to him, just to right. make sure, right? right? <laughs> He'll be like, hey, you got my system? It's been a couple of weeks. Oh, what, what system? <laughs> but but everybody's been asking about this virtual thing because they're, they're, it's it's a new idea since all this has went down. Uh, I It's not like it's brand new, but I have seen other companies that – like Wizard World and some of the other Comic-Con outfits that are doing the same thing. But theirs is a little bit different. They're charging just to be in the video chat, which, yeah, we're not charging an extra fee for that. Not only are you getting the signature, we're mailing it to your house. So you're going to get a physical 8x10. Right, you're going to be watching Buff sign it on And you get to ask a question or two, you'll get two or three minutes live with Buff. It's not like, hey, get out. You know, we're signing. You can right. ask a couple questions, and we're not going to be heartless and be like, all right, you're done. Right. You know, yeah, no one's got a timer. Hey, Buff, you know, I have a couple questions for you. That we, now, they need to be appropriate. Let's, yeah. you know, not come in and 
ask some ridiculousness questions, you know, that are off the wall and make no sense because uh, you'll get jacked out immediately. So, um, but don't worry, you know, Nate, Nate and Aaron are going to ask those questions before we go live, and then they'll give you the inside dirt later on after it's all set up. <laughs> you'll get jacked out immediately, that's for sure. Oh, but, yeah, without a doubt. Get in, get in on that while you can. I mean, it's, I think it, I think that ultimately the goal is to – I don't know. I, I feel like I'm giving back to these guys because think of all the years they've sacrificed their lives, their bodies to entertain yeah. us. And now with the way the world is working currently, they can't make their living. Now, I, granted, some of these guys are going to be fine. You know, they make pretty good money traveling, but exactly. some of the lower end guys are not doing so well. So just giving them an opportunity to get in front of uh, some awesome groups right. and members uh, is a big deal mentally for them as well as financially. I mean, who wants to be loved one second and then dismiss the next because they can't come and see you. So this is the next right. best thing. We've put this virtual thing together in hopes that a we're giving the fans an opportunity to do something cool without leaving their house, without jeopardizing their safety. And also it gives the wrestlers an opportunity to mingle with their fans as well in, in a safe environment. So it's no different than walking into a con. You pay your 40 bucks to get through the door, which we're not doing right. Walking up to the table, buff is sitting at the table. He's like, how you doing? I know you can't shake his hand, but you know, virtual handshake. He's going to say, how are you doing? You guys can chit-chat, talk about your favorite moments, um, anything you want to ask him. He's going to physically sit there and sign a personal autograph if you want your personal name or whatever on it. He's going to slide that baby into a protective cover, drop it in a box, mail them to us, and we will divvy them out to whoever participates. So it's pretty straightforward. It's not much different than what we're doing right here, right now. It's a a, turn above Bagwell. Yeah, it's the same thing. It'd be no different than the sixth man walking into our little chat right here, and it's Buff Bagwell. It's the same thing, right? And you'll and be the able plus to. Side is you don't have to stand in line with a bunch of smelly bastards. Yeah, there you go. You can, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you can be as smelly as you want right here in your house. If you want to be in your tub, hanging out and talking to Buff Bagwell, you can. Let's, oh, let's, let's, oh, let's, oh, let's oh, keep our pants on here. That's, let's, let's, let's <laughs> now you guys know where I'm going to be when this goes down. I'm going to be in my tub. Just so you guys know, I have had, I've been asked by a couple of people, do I have to go live? No, you do not. You can no. still buy your signature. You'll right. still get it. We'll just let Buff know either before, during, or after when we have those three moments. Hey, we need to sign two more. This is da 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 da. And he'll give a hi to you, or he'll even answer exactly. if you want to prepare questions and give them to us. We'll ask them for you. That's not a problem. You do not have to go live because I know sometimes people don't want to. I get right. that. So, yeah, some we'll of them, some people don't don't like to be on camera. It's it's understandable. Right. They don't all the here, players, you know. Here's another quick thing that I talked to Buff earlier today. Um, and I haven't discussed the details with him yet, but he drug out a pair of his nitro-worn boots. Wow. Now, that may end up being something big because we may end up using that as an option if somebody, say, somebody already has one of my game systems or somebody just doesn't, it's not into gaming, wants a piece of memorabilia like that. We may put that up as well in the giveaway. 
So there oh. may be that opportunity. If it, I have to clear it with him first, obviously he's he's. But uh, look at that! You get a nostalgic day of hanging out with a wrestler yep. that you might not be able to because of what's going on in the world right now. You're giving back to the wrestling community, which is a big thing because you're a fan and you've watched them for years, and you have a chance to either win a video game, which is more nostalgic because of how many games are on it, or a piece of memorabilia that you wouldn't have a chance at ever. So we're trying to sweeten the deal as much as possible. I mean, I, right. to be honest with you, I don't see you being able to do that at a con. No. You walk through the door, they get your money, and they walk you right out the exit. I mean, it's... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I met I met Matt Hardy at a, at a wrestling event about two years ago. He signed my autograph. I said, hey, Matt, congratulations on the new baby because he just had his second son. And he was he was he literally extended his hand. He said, thank you very much. And his lady that was with him said, OK, go ahead. And I'm like, OK, thank you very much. I'm like, he was about to say something and she just totally blew me off. Yeah, we don't you know? play that game. Even nope. even at the, the toy expo that we had this past March. Um. Oh no, Bob was NWO and everybody that walked by. Oh man, with everybody. Between him and Hacksaw, they got, those guys were having a ball. Everybody was really nice. Everybody got to to have a personal experience with these guys, yep. and I think it went off without a hitch. So they did videos for people. They held belts for people. They so signed that's, multiple. That's what ideas. we're trying to do here. We're trying. We're trying to bring that ever so small feeling of. Uh, Closeness to to somebody you'd normally not be able to see, especially nowadays. Right. You know. So you here's know, a, here's the thing: fans. if this goes well, and, and maybe even if it doesn't, we'll see. It will. But I have another. We have. Well, I'm going to say three. <clears throat> I got three more guests possibly lined up for. Another one of these. So, and you're not going to want to miss them. I guarantee you. We're just going to kind of go in order maybe every couple weeks, uh, try to do one based on everybody's availability. Can I give hints? Can I give hints? Uh, If you want. What a rush. Everybody's got a price and a tent hut. That's a good start. Well, the everyone got a price. I'm I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to have him for like a half an hour. So well, well, we'll have to wait. <laughs> we know Dave, he was buying the first three hours Dave, of that. Virgil didn't that like much of a demand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dave's going to be like nobody else is allowed to meet him. He's staying with me. How what funny! How funny would it be? Camera? Is if the camera comes on, everybody's expecting Million Dollar Man, yeah, and the camera goes on. Virgil sitting there, that poor guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's used, he's used to sitting. At, he's, used, he's used to sitting at a table with no one in front. Yeah, he's of like, I've been run. social distancing since '94. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 come hold this for me. About ten dollars. You know, you know, guys, we owe him like twenty bucks now. We talked about him. We yeah, got to PayPal him twenty bucks now. I ain't got my wallet. I yeah, know you guys. I'm, I'm, I know you guys can't see the comments, but so far, John Martin has popped in and said hi. Jeremy Cotton also says hi. I can see him. Just oh, click John. the live comments tab. We can all see him. Okay, let me get that up. There's John. What's up, John? Jeremy. What's, What's up, Jeremy? John? What's up, Jeremy? We're eating nachos. You just gotta I'm click the live comments tab because there's a private chat one too. So you can, if you click that, it'll show you everyone. It might not. 
I'm curious as to who to part private chats for. Like, is somebody going to send us a private? Hey, what are you up to? I mean, they, they, might, they might not want someone to know what we're saying. They're saying that's, mm. for, yeah, that's for us. But I'm talk. excited for this mm. format. Like I said, I, I don't think I've ever seen, I mean, other than a podcast, so I mean, like we're doing now, but I've never seen anybody do any kind of interaction with, I agree. with a superstar or a celebrity or whatever until, you know, recently, till the world changed. So, like I said, I think I think it's a great thing. I, I don't I don't see any negatives about it at all. I mean, it's it's your chance to meet one of your childhood superstars and and not take the risk of uh, putting yourself in danger. So, right. You know, I, I, I think it's a good thing. I, I agree. And even if you're not, you know, I mean, who doesn't know Buff Bagwell? Who doesn't know the NWO? Who doesn't want the chance? Somebody to actually somebody said that they, that they did not know Buff Bagwell today. How? What are they? 10? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That must I'm be just like, like a ten year old child. Then I mean, come on. My old roommate idolized Buff Bagwell. I mean, he even had the freaking haircut and the goatee, and <laughs> was hitting the gym. And then we we'd go out running around in the bars and whatnot. And he'd hit the bar and he'd do the you know, the strut and whatever. And I'm just like, Oh gosh, we're going to get beat up tonight. But (laughs) he loved him. I loved him. I thought he was the most charismatic guy out there. I mean, as far as the NWO, you got a bunch of goons running around walking like ogres, but at least he was a showman. And, and, and I hated to see him get hurt. He was delicious. He was was very delicious. He was (laughs) like I said, I, I feel that he got, kind of a uh he got shafted he got the shaft really man whenever they bought wcw and started picking and choosing through the roster i i think that yeah i think i think vince already had a preconceived notion they already had him him. they they already had him wrote into the story they were just like well this guy's not in it so he's out even though he's a great wrestler this guy i know he sucks but his gimmick we need that for this part and Right. But he, it just what they did and not look at the camera and Booker T out there and getting booed. That that just sucked. They set them up for failure. How do you give them the main event of Monday Night Raw when the fans were were all WWE fans and didn't know who both of these yeah, guys they were? In, were. I mean, they were following. They were in they were in, they were in fucking Tacoma, Washington. Tacoma, yeah, right. right. Who's a WCW fan in Tacoma, Washington? And then the next night, where are they at? They're in Atlanta. Next Monday, they're right. at Atlanta, Georgia. And then you tell Buff, all right, when you go out to the ring, don't look at the camera. Right. And that, right. that's his thing. He's like, what, what are you talking about? So he's like stiff and like looking around. It's like, what, do you, you what are you supposed to do? Tells him not to look at the camera. In the most crappiest way, you have your two biggest stars in WWE throw him out of the building. Like that was class. That was all class, Vince. Nicely done. That was a slap to the face of their career. If you were going to do that to somebody, do it to somebody who really didn't matter, who wasn't a part of the WCW. Just send me out to the ring instead. You know, do do it to a guy like Jimmy Wayne Yang or or Billy Kidman. Don't do it to a guy. What you got against Kidman? I don't have anything against Kidman. Alex Wright. Archie. Archie. Don't you disgrace the good goddamn name of Jimmy Wang Yang. Hey, I will make a Jimmy Wang Yang custom. Don't make me make a Jimmy Wang Yang custom and send it to Aaron. Um, you want to go ahead and, and do your cheap pop like you always like. How's everybody's connection? Is it kind of getting glitchy? No, we're good. 
I actually can we're see good? us on the on on Asylum. Yeah, we're good. All right, cheap yeah, pop, Nate. Go ahead. I think the wife's talking? upstairs. She's doing the same thing I am with a bunch of girls. Mm. Nice. <laughs> Let's head upstairs. Look, I've got bug bag well the night after they do on the 16th, and we're going to have. <laughs> One of them's looking for a man, and she's got big hooters. <laughs> Did we tell you, Rocky, about the night, the first night, we uh, the second night we went out to eat with Buff, and he was flirting with the waitress? You mean Rocky wasn't with you? Mm-mm. Mm-mm, not that night. So, Buff was really going at so, it. Yeah. So, you guys watching WrestleMania right now? Is it rolling? No, not yet. Not, not, yet. Yet. not yet. I have it queued it's up to Gorilla Monsoon. I'm at zero, 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 zero. Am I? Yep, I just skipped the intro if it lets me. Yeah, I did too. It should. It'll take you like two minutes and 43 seconds. So, Nate, you want to do your cheap pop? We'll skip the intro. Boom. What's, what time stamp are we starting at? I'm at two minutes and 43 seconds. That's just when Gorilla Monsoon talks. Give me one second. My app froze, so I'm opening it back up. <laughs> All right, there By we the go. way, if there was anyone who could have pulled off the toga look, it was Gorilla Monsoon. He looked like he should have been in that time frame. Really uh, and I love Bobby riding in backwards. That was a good highlight. I'm not going to lie. And look, so it's Jim Ross. So we're starting? First. Mm-hmm. I haven't even got lined up. I'm in- Jim Ross, who swears that they threw a toga at him this night and said, here, you're wearing this on TV. What was our... Uh, All right, so where, where are we, we going to start now? All right, I got mine up. What's our time? So wanna- 243, Archie? Two, uh, wait, hold on. Let me see. Everybody, Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, two minutes and 43 seconds. Hold All right. Two minutes and 43 seconds. 1993, the year I graduated. That are with us right now, we are about I think to start I restart WrestleMania 9. It's essentially here, the Asylum, the We Can't Wrestle podcast, is going to do a watch along of WrestleMania 9. We're just hanging out. We're maybe so are we paused? Or is yes, it going right now? We're, we're paused. There may okay. be people in and out of here. You guys are just hanging out with us. I'm logging in here. To go. You guys can... has to go pee. We're just going to leave. And uh, yeah, come back. definitely. So I just what need to get. Here? I just need to get to Gorilla Monsoon. Yeah, once you hit skip right. intro, it should go right to Gorilla Monsoon. It did not on mine. Oh, it didn't on mine either. But I'm skipping to 243. All right, I'm at 243. I, I had to restart my subscription. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's like it's costing me nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> All right, I see Gorilla Monsoon with two beautiful women gladiators. That's where we'll start. On mine, it's timestamp thirty six seconds. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know. Mine is t- I don't know why mine is timestamp two forty three. But yeah, well, mine goes to two forty three. They're already riding in on the elephant. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So I need to go back then. Never mind. My bad. I'm, I apologize. Yeah, you should. You should be sorry, sir. Oh, you shut up. So what? So what is the start point? Thirty-six seconds. Mine's twenty-three 30. seconds. Okay. Let's <laughs> go off Nate. This was his idea, so we'll go to twenty-three. Seconds. Are we live right now or not? I, yeah. Jesus Christ. We're a mess. I'm at Aaron, twenty-five. Uh, calm down. Calm down. We're just hanging out here. 
This is me calm. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like, Don't make me come over there. <laughs> just just there clip, click, skip intro. <laughs> and I'm sure we'll, we'll all be this one I'm talking, talking about two minutes and 43 seconds. <laughs> it's what it said on my screen. He's like, oh, the, he's like, I'm in the main event right now. Hey, when I skip <laughs> intro, it goes to like camels and shit. I'm at 23 oh, no, seconds. 23 seconds. That's where I'm at, Jeremy, Jeremy, we paid $0 to hang with Buff. Buff is an amazing person and hung out with us for hours. Well, I'll go to 23 seconds, and Archie, you just do the math (laughs) and cut back. Now you're doing it. I'm looking at the crowd right now. I'm looking at the crowd right now. I'm going to do Steiner math if you guys ain't careful. I will do Scott Steiner math right now. Oh, that sucks. (laughs) So five, when we hit start, everybody ready? Yep. Yep. Let's go. Five, four, three, two, one. Here it is. Right. WrestleMania nine. Wait, Ooh. why is Hulk Hogan coming out? What's going? No, I'm joking. I'm only kidding. <laughs> Caesar's <laughs> Palace lives. That's what everybody's seeing. There's the Macho Man. There's Gorilla Monsoon. This is the one David and I disagree on the most. And let me say this before we start: there are three <laughs> things. There are three things that I absolutely detest about this WrestleMania, and I will bring them up when they come up. So how do I bring up the window and watch it at the same time with you guys? He doesn't, we, he doesn't want us to get booted off of YouTube. Be scared we'll get a copyright claim if we put it up on here. So we're kind of just so we watching just, it. We're just watching it on our own devices, Rocky. All right. You guys seeing Jim Ross with his Roman Gladiator? Jim Ross with his Roman Gladiator. That's Pat what I'm saying. He wishes that was him. He swore they just threw that toga at him that day and said, "Here, this is what you're wearing," and he was pissed yep. about it. <laughs> like he wasn't happy. Is it me or is the left thing. side of his face slumping a little bit? <laughs> well, this is like two months before the before he gets the first attack. I think. Yeah, he is kind of weak, isn't he? Yeah. Did he have? Then I thought it was a couple years later. It's no. It's a few months after this. He gets his first bout with it. He had it in both sides of his face, too. Like my mom. Now, yeah. My mom had it in both sides of her face, too. My God! So, it's still amazing, though. He's still better than anyone today. Yeah, I have to say this. I was standing next to JR, and he was talking to Tom Pritchard. And um, JR isn't the good old boy that everybody thinks no, he is. He's, he's quite the, he's quite the uh, character. Oh, Jim Ross! He's, he's all about he's all about uh, hookers and blow. Trust me. <laughs> but these gladiators, you know, Pat Patterson was having a field day during this show. He was backstage. Like, like, why like, couldn't I have been on our on our talent? Here's an elephant. Is that Tom Jones on the elephant? <laughs> no, that's Anthony and Cleopatra. <laughs> why in the funnel would Yoko to Brett look like he farted? He's like, is anybody else rooting for the uh, elephant to take a massive shit? <laughs> yeah, I'm curious who said to themselves that this was like the best idea for wardrobe and I mean why did they all have to be dressed like this why couldn't it have just been Caesar and Cleopatra and yeah, they could have been normally dressed again because that's Vince McMahon's sense of humor man yeah I do like I do like the look of the show though I like the but it's the, the one show. WrestleMania that Vince isn't present on so he was look at the rack on that <laughs> <laughs> what a waste of Macho Man putting him on announcer 
Well, did, so wasn't this still during the time he was retired? No, there was no uh, reason. For this is he. He had been back and forth on a few occasions on this. And then Halloween had to have a muscle crush in a in a, a no holds barred match or um, last man standing. It's a fucking terrible match. It was. It was bad. Ten, ten is the second worst of this. They had two straight WrestleManias that were that shit the bed. Is this Bobby yet? No, I think this is no, Randy. No, this is, this is yeah, Randy. And, this is uh, not and Bobby's all pissed off. Cle- Cleopatra was pretty stacked, I'll tell you that much. That's yeah, for sure. She's the brass. I mean, best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, it's a llama. <laughs> llama face. Save the drama for your llama. This is all no, terrible, by the no, way. Look. The only good part is Bobby. He didn't need a toga. He came out in his normal outfit. He was just dressed in white and purple. This is just terrible. This whole, I mean, I don't, uh, it's terrible. Remember, poor Doink is under the ring. For like the whole damn event? Right, because it was daytime. <laughs> like, like, couldn't you figure out how to get him out somehow? When like, you kill the lights, I'll come out and hide under the ring. There are no lights. Nowadays, you can just see yeah. them walk through the ring anyway. They don't give a <laughs> shit. You can just walk to the back through it and be like, oh, okay. I bet he is, and he's getting fed grapes and shit. I bet Macho's like, yeah. it, dig it, dig it, yeah. He's like, who needs Elizabeth? <laughs> Elizabeth. She's in WCW now. <laughs> he always said Elizabeth. There was no TH at the end. Right. <laughs> if you will. Crap. <laughs> 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 Every time you gotta imitate him, you gotta put the finger out like you're taking. Yeah, it finger like, in the hands always gotta be going somewhere. You gotta, like, now, here's yeah, the like, thing: I gotta here. pull you out on something, Nate Maxson. You say that Kenny Omega does spirit fingers. The Macho Man was the originator of, and I love the Macho Man. No, Macho Man was fingers. fingers. Say, do not, do not compare Kenny Omega to Macho Man Randy. I did Savage. not compare them. I'm saying <laughs> if you don't like spirit fingers, Macho Dumb. Man doing this should bother you just as much. Am I the only one that really wanted Macho Man to come out and save Brett and win the belt? There it is. <laughs> Here he comes. Here he comes. There he comes. Here comes the man. Something every every I don't know that there's a wrestling fan that doesn't agree on Bobby Heenan. You know what I mean? Like he's Who else would come out backwards? Thing. Who else would come out backwards on it? But still be yeah. Bobby Heenan. I mean, I miss him so much, man. Yep, he was the greatest. Yep. His Hall of Fame speech is the best one ever, too. Yep. He comes oh, yeah. back and he's like, hey, are we getting paid for this? No. <laughs> I'm drinking. They're all cheering for him. He's like, you want to send me with cash? Just put some <laughs> on the carpet. <laughs> he's like, right on the road with this man. And he's like, I can't last more than a week because he's on the road with the player. So... <laughs> When he mentions when he mentions his wife and the crowd pops and then he goes no 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 you haven't had the meatloaf. <laughs> so about three years you ago, in your room in your underwear watching the Golden Girls all day. <laughs> about three years ago, my we get word that my granddad is basically on his last couple of days, and I'm devastated. And then all of a sudden, the news goes up that Ric Flair is in the hospital and on his deathbed as well. And I look at my wife and I say, if I lose my granddad and Ric Flair in the same day, I'm going mental. She laughed, of course, because I was just being overdramatic, but it was my way of coping. So now 
My granddad dies September 19th. Less than 12 hours later, the news, Bobby the Brain Heenan has passed away. I'm like, fuck, that's just as bad. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> it was it terrible. Which is worse, your grandfather or Bobby? You're like, I'll get back to you. I'll get back <laughs> to you on that one. <laughs> okay, my grandfather, but still. But still. <laughs> Look at Heenan out here busting balls. Showing and shit. That made it right there. <laughs> He's like Hogan and shit. Screaming at Macho Man. This is the only highlight of this entire WrestleMania. My, my favorite oh, Bobby Heenan sake, moment. David. My favorite Bobby Heenan moment is when Hogan comes out to be revealed as the third man, and Bobby says, because everybody swears he ruined it. When Bobby says, "Well, what if he's with them?" and besides the on. It wasn't yeah, Bobby ruining it. He was just stating an opinion because he hated it. And, and my thing is, in, my, my thing is, Bobby Heenan, his character doesn't trust Hulk Hogan. Right. You know, like, like Bobby Heenan. I love it. Bobby Heenan was great because the whole time, like when at first, like Hogan first turned and everything, he was just like, I've been telling you this guy was a piece of shit right. he never for said, 10 years. <laughs> he never tried to agree with Hogan after that. Like, oh, he's a heel too now. I could be, I could be friends with him. No. He still hated Hulk Hogan. He was like, this guy I've told you for 10 years is a piece of shit. <laughs> the first time you're like, this is gold. But then when you go back and watch it, you cringe when he goes, the New World Organization, brother. You're like, no. Right, no. You know, he could have killed it right then and there when he said that. I forgot um, DDP brought Shawn Michaels out at WrestleMania. I was going to say Shawn Michaels and Luna Vachon Vish- <laughs> with their matching I forgot she was with them. Luna, with Luna played that character fucking perfectly. She was just oh, yeah, I was just making fun of the mullet. This is the only good match on the entire card. No, it's um, not. Wrong. No. However, the Hedge Drinkers and the Steiner Brothers is fantastic. Oh, after it's all right. After, but, he dumped, after he dumped Sherry, or Sherry dumped him because of, you know, hitting her with the mirror and whatnot, Luna was the perfect per- replacement because of how edgy he was trying to be. It was it was a perfect match at this point. And then Bobby loves him some Luna. Always complimenting yep. the entire match. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, she was the ugliest thing in the world. <laughs> Did he say like she was like Miss so, Wisconsin or something? Oh, here we go. Did he? So yeah, I think show, he was like she was... won Miss Wisconsin. <laughs> Apparently, Americans hated to talk a theme song. By the way, this show is also um, where I, th- from this moment on, I always called Howard Finkel Finkus Maximus. Mm-hmm. I love Finkus Maximus. It made sense. <laughs> they pretty much <laughs> treated Tatanka just like they did the real Native Americans. Remember the wrestle? What WrestleMania was that when he they, had the head? They paid him in beads. <laughs> Not only is he a client, he's Howard Finkel, and Finkel has on the hairpiece. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the best work Tatanka ever did was when he turned heel. Yeah, but we, me and me and Aaron talked about this during an, an episode of We Can't Wrestle podcast. He shouldn't have been Tatanka anymore. He should nope, have just he became was... Christopher Travis, Chavis. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? That was when he was in the Million Dollar Corporation when he went. Here. Right. Yeah, right. that's what we're saying. Like he became a heel, but he was still just the Native American Tatanka. He should have been. Didn't he he should have came. Huh? If I remember correctly, didn't he do his face paint differently? Yeah, and he put on he put on black tights and he wore different face paint. Big deal. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> he should have just been Chris Chavis, wore a suit. Eric, like, well, welcome to my owned, casino. Yeah, he should have been like, I own casinos <laughs> now. It would have yeah. been a perfect storyline. He should have just shaved his head. God damn, Sherry's fucking amazing. 
Yeah, she really was. I, I really do. Th- I really do think that over the years, though, he's become an uh, Tatanka. I'm talking about has become an underappreciated guy. I thought he was a really oh, yeah. good wrestler. He was a good wrestler. Um, he's a good wrestler, but his style, what Vince put him in, didn't make him that good. Well, and I think also by this point in 1993, the Native American gimmick had run its course as far as wrestling goes. You know, it was kind of like well, he's still undefeated. Yeah, he had the undefeated streak until mm-hmm. November of '93. So he came in in late 91, undefeated till November of 93. But his when, other Indian name was Running Course. <laughs> when Bor- he, he was defeated by Ludwig Borga. Right. Who didn't stay undefeated for as long as the Tonka did, which made no, no. sense. <laughs> Let's Sean's attire is great now, is this what it. the Black Pants Hasbro was supposed to be emulating? Because I don't remember him wearing an outfit like the Hasbro that he came out no. with. No. Well, maybe. Classic with these pants. Yeah, they did do a Classic Jacks with these pants, yes. No, David, I didn't kill it. I've never made a custom with it. Right. You can get that for like five bucks. I wouldn't care if you killed that one. Oh, okay. If you kill the one where he comes with all the belts, then I'd kill him. No, I wouldn't. You know I don't do that. See, I don't know if we're supposed to do spoilers, if people haven't watched this before, but... I'm sure everybody's seen it. Yeah, I just... I the, placement, so. the, placement, the placement of this match is what, as I've gotten older, as I've watched this show, bugs me. I, it's like, to me, it's just a non-finish right at the beginning of the show. And it shouldn't have been. It should have been more like four or five matches in. It had no reason to be at the yeah. top of the card. This is where you could have put Doink and Crush at the beginning, right? Or yeah, or even that even that match. even that even that Steiner's Head Shrinkers fucking oh, I'd put it of a match, you know? MGM at the beginning, I'd be fine with it. I just think that a, a non-finish right at the beginning of your show is a bad idea. And at this point, Hogan was so stale, and the steroid shit. It didn't matter where you put Hogan at this point. Right. Right. It wasn't like that was going to main event. For the most part. I mean, last year you had him against Sid. This year you put him in a tag match. And I'm not knocking this match. I think this match, these guys have a really, really phenomenal match. It is, like I said, just a non-finish right at the beginning of your show. Just. They were trying to get strong, and it didn't work, though, in my opinion. The, the Money, Inc., uh, Hulk Hogan, Brutus match, wasn't that a non-finish, too? Didn't that end in a DQ? It did. They kept the belts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but they DQ'd Hogan and Brutus or something, oh, right? It was, was yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then so, they threw it in the, in the crowd. They left the briefcase in the ring. Mm-hmm. Right. So there was a lot of DQs and non-finishes on this whole show. Pretty. That's pretty much almost every match for the most yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, this should have been a fourth or a fifth match. They should have given these guys 30 minutes to let them do their thing. Well, at this point in time, the IC belt was very well respected in the second belt in the Federation. Right. And normally the stepping stone. So this should have been, like, maybe in the middle or close to the end of the card. I, I agree it should have been in the middle, and I agree with and, the, that it should have been given about 10 more minutes, and you could have taken uh, – 10 minutes off of Undertaker and, and they, Gonzalez. And they, they didn't need, they didn't need they, 10 minutes. They could have had four. And, and I, like might be, I, might, I might be wrong, too. I don't know. But I, from everything I've read, 
honestly, from what, just like, you know, how shit works out with guys. Um, I, I've always been under the understanding this wasn't even supposed to be Tataka. This was supposed to, obviously with Sherry being out there and everything, this was supposed yeah, to be Sean and this was supposed to be, yeah, Sean and Sean and Marty. Yeah, Marty, and Marty had his fucking problems. Right, so that Marty's might be another reason why they, that might be another reason why they opened with it because it wasn't as hot of an but angle. why punish Sean well? But to me, I'm going to get paid. Y'all might completely disagree with this. I feel like the belt shouldn't have been on the line at all. And right. I feel like this should have been a mixed tag match and got Luna and Sherry involved. I, I agree with that. I agree. I think it should have been a tag match. If you're going to put it as the opening match, take the IC belt out of the equation, and it's and then Sherry comes out, and they're like, oh, Sherry's with fucking Tatanka all of a sudden. And then the, the thing goes, ladies and gentlemen, you know. It's now going to be a mixed tag match. I, the people probably would have been like, "Oh but yeah." They didn't, they didn't have Teddy Long on the payroll yet, so they couldn't have done that. <laughs> Only <laughs> you can change a singles match into a tag match. Play uh, it's going to be a three on against the Undertaker. <laughs> did, you guys, did you guys see Tatanka's head crack into Sean's knee when he did that? Yeah. Sunset flip. Yep. <laughs> Do you think most of Luna's hair at this point is all wig and extensions, or is that? Yeah, or she is, had just her basic mohawk. I think. I think that was a basic mohawk with extensions on it. Well, yeah, extension. I mean, but the fact that it stayed the whole fucking time with what she did. Well, I mean, she she they probably had that in sewed in tight. If they could have the divas keep their hair nowadays, imagine what they used to do back then. How many more months before Sherry joins WCW and starts being Harlem Heat's manager after this? Uh, that is early. No, wait, late, late. If late not 90. late ninety four, early ninety five. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Late ninety four. Yeah, she wasn't with wait, WWF. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold right. on, hold on. Time frame, time frame screwed up here. She goes to WCW in late ninety three because by mid ninety four she's with Flair during the Hogan. Uh, well, he asked about Harlem Heat. Oh. Right, no, he went to WCW like a little bit, at, like a couple months after this, right? This was yes. Yeah. She goes to WCW yeah. with Shane Douglas, ends up in WCW, and it looks like it's either going to be her with Sting or with Flair. She joins Flair, mm-hmm. and so it's like she it's saw like, the like, baby's arm holding the apple. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like a baby's arm holding an apple. <laughs> you kiss your mama with that mouth. <laughs> It's your mouth with this mouth. <laughs> oh, Tataka, no selling that shit. I'm going on a beer run. I'll be back. Yeah, I got to go find my charger. I just realized my phone is at like nothing. The one I'm watching oh, WrestleMania. Fire, bro. I'll be right I mean, honestly, though, HBK makes this match. Like, he carries Tatanka in this match for the most part because of the style they gave Tatanka. HBK yeah, carries cool. I think Tatanka's the type of guy that you put him in there with somebody that's, you know, capable. You're going to get a good match out of him. And, I, I, I mean, I've never seen Tatanka really have a, a dog match. Have you seen SmackDown in 2012? <laughs> well, I mean, come on, he's – Old then, you know. I'm just saying, at this point in his career, I just think Chris Chavis was, was he. I, I'd say it this way: like to me, at this point, he was like, um, like a Savio Vega. You know, yeah. he's the guy you could put in there, and if he wins, he wins. If he loses, he loses. It's not going to matter. But you're pretty much guaranteed that you're going to get a passable, entertaining match out of it. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I mean, he was he was hot at this a little bit. I mean, he was losing some steam here. That's why I turned him heel later, but yeah, um, to try to save the character. But right here, he's still pretty pretty over. Um, but um, I, I think just, they screwed up. I agree with the placement of the match, and like I said, I, I guess I I would have rather this been a mixed tag. Yeah, I mean, you had. You had Luna and Sherry really involved in this match, anyways. Might as well just put them in it. Yeah, and I, and I don't think it would have hurt. I understand they were trying to go with an undefeated thing with him and everything like that, but I don't think it would have hurt him to lose yeah. here. Or even if it was a DQ loss in a, a mixed tag, but the fact that it's the IC belt on the line—that's what killed this. Yeah, and honestly, I mean. If you if you were going to elevate HBK, have him go over here. Let him win this match outright. And they could have even done like a, I don't know, like a fuck finish for him or something, you know, where let like the one two three happen and it turned out both their shoulders were down and Tataka complains with the ref and then Sean scoops him up and steals the pin or something like that, you know, because then yeah. he's still protected a little bit. I think. Be right back. All right. I wonder how many. I can't see how many viewers we got. Is it just us? I don't know. I can't see either. The guy that's supposed to be running this thing fucking bounced. Mm -hmm. Get more beer. You get a fridge and have it next to you. Like a pro. He needs like a mini fridge in his little studio thing. That's what I got. I have a little mini fridge right next to me. Um, if there are, if there is anybody coming in, uh, the timestamp I'm at is at twenty one thirty. Twenty one thirty. Yep, that's exact. I'm actually at like twenty one twenty five. So we're pretty damn close. I'm at twenty one thirty five. There you go. That's that's pretty close. Oh. Yeah, it's good enough. Yeah. All right. You're in the future. Apparently, Nate is brewing his own beer. That'll take a while. Archie went over to meet him. Archie's going to pop in the tub. Like, What's up, guys? <laughs> so, I don't know. I think they let this match go a little longer than it should have. Yeah, with the finish they were going to have, like I said, this thing just seemed weird. Like like I said, when I was a kid, I didn't know nothing, you know? I'm still saying I don't know. I'm not saying I know anything. I'm not a professional wrestler, promoter, or anything like that. I'm just a fan, just like everybody else. But just going with the finish and the length of this match and everything, it's like you, you they, they did the time to invest somebody into this match, and then it's just there's nothing at the end of it. Yep. Well, because they didn't want to make Tatanka look weak, and they certainly didn't want to make Sean look weak. So, when you guys were off doing whatever you guys were doing, it was kind of weird that we came back at the same time, Archie. Well, I came back once and plugged in my phone, but then I wanted a brownie, so I had to go back and get another one. They were meeting up. I told you Archie was going to pop up on Nate's screen. Like, what's up, guys? Yeah. <laughs> we were just in the tub. Don't don't mind us. Yeah, like, <laughs> little bit oh, of the man. <laughs> 
you guys are in there together, you're going to eat a lot of the bubbly. <laughs> <laughs> so, really quick, uh, because I also hate busted open radio, I'm going to, uh, those of you that listen to the Weekend Wrestle Podcast, you know that uh, one of our guests on the show is Chad Austin. Uh, it was Chad Austin from ECW fame. He's also going to be on the audio version. I'm going to add the interview we did last night with him on the audio version of this. Excellent. Um, but cool. uh, Chad Chad messaged me here. Shit on the Busted Open group page. You got it. Shat upon, Mr. Austin. And he also said, and Joe from North Carolina, he's a mark. So you, Joe, from North Carolina are a mark. <laughs> mark. Whoever that guy is. Damn, Mark. And thank you for contributing, Chad. We appreciate it. He's a blast, man. I love that guy. I I used to enjoy seeing him on ECW, and here's the thing. I'm sure, and I don't mean this as a knock to him in any way. His promos were better than the matches that he had because they were always making him lose. Mm-hmm. But when he came out as Stone Cold Chad Austin one night and cut that promo, I was like, wow, he's gold right now. And he, he really he makes reference on the show all the time of himself being a jobber, so he's not. He's not. But Jeff said he'll join us in like fifteen minutes, so he's not going to like the fact that you just said jobber. If he's I know watching. he always he always no busts he's my, not he a always, jobber. He always but well he always busts my balls when I use that term. He's always like, "Have you ever wrestled?" <laughs> no, Chad. I'd be honored to be a jobber. I'm I going to lose to everyone like gold. We're going to have you lose to the Brooklyn Brawler tonight. Sure. Yes. <laughs> All right. Do I get to in the ring? Yep. Do I get to do it? What do I get to do? You can do your entrance. You can go, oh, you can be a dick for a little bit. And as long as pay, it, business is business. As long as you pay me, I don't give a shit. Right. I'll, do whatever you want. I'll go out there and lose to Alicia Fox. I don't give a shit. I want Iron Mike Sharp to yell at me. I mean, I'm like that Please, in life, man. Know. What's happening? I think I think John Majewski's here, the magic man. Oh, I just see, a, I just see a little. Around. I just see a little white dot. I don't or see a microwave. Maybe he's, maybe he's yeah, not. No, maybe, he's, maybe he's just trolling us from wherever he's. <laughs> no, I'd recognize but Jeff sees white white dot anywhere. That's him. <laughs> That's him. Tim. Can you stop mooning us, Magic? Damn it! <laughs> All right, guys, what is up? What's up, John? Hey, Magic. What's up, to, Magic? Where we at? Where we at? Let's we see are. If everybody can, let's see if Magic. Twenty-five, fifty-three. We seem to have that problem. Rocky, say hi to Magic. What's up, John? What is up, brother? I'm trying to. Archie. Mm, base card. <laughs> I see a little white dot. You ever know? Uh, like, say it for a while, and then he catches himself, and he goes, "I haven't said that in a while, so I'm going to go." Mm, base, base card, right? <laughs> right. I haven't said it. Talk is dancing. Taka's dancing. I'm pull it, pulling it up right now. Clash of the Champions 5, right? Yes, Clash <laughs> of the Champions 5, yes. All right, pulling no it up. Offense, we had enough with this with Hogan and Warrior. Did we really need another guy hulking up? Like Native not, American? Hulk, he was not hulking up. He was letting he was, his hey, hey, powers hey, get hey, together. Hey, hey, hulking up. Yeah. Look, he was hulking up, all right? It's the same damn thing. He just danced. He's buffaloing, brother. He's buffaloing, brother. He's not. <laughs> I mean, we had that with Warrior, with Hogan. Did we really need to talk of doing it, too? All right, boys, give me a timestamp. Give me a timestamp. Me and David had the most closest one. We're at 20, go to 2710. Yeah, that's about where I am. All right, I'm there. 
Tatanka's coming off the top. Crossbody. Yep. What a bad crossbody. Damn. Gorilla's kid. With the Hit it. Damn, that was that that was Botchamania style crossbody. He was doing this the, the super kick, but he didn't call it sweet chin music yet, right? Was, no, because uh, he, he wasn't just, even using it as, as his finisher. His finisher here was yeah. a, a belly to back suplex. Yeah, yeah, he would put his arm under the leg and lift up. Yeah. It didn't even have a name, I don't think. He just had it was just a it belly to back suplex. Yeah. yeah. And I it don't think they cool. called it a super kick. I think they called it a side crescent kick for right at this point in time. Mm. I mean, Sean's finish. His suplex was cool looking because I didn't it really was. see a lot of guys hook the leg like that. But yeah, he didn't have a it didn't have a name or nothing. Sean's being really charismatic in this match, but he's not a heel enough for me. He's not doing a lot of enough heel stuff. Like he should have held the tights right there when he pinned Tatanka. He should have held the tights. I think that's why he had Luna. She was doing enough of the heel shit for him. I get it, but he should, and he perfected on this as he went along, but. I, right. I love I love the false finishes in the stretch in this match though. Very well done. Cole Red hated him probably. God, I hate a fucking false finish. <laughs> How do you hate a false finish when one of your closest friends was Dusty Rhodes who created the false finish? Cornette hates how many false finishes there are in matches. Now we don't need twenty fucking right. false finishes. I just realized everybody in this match has some sort of mullet. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like the only way this could be more '93 is if somebody was, if they were all wearing fanny packs. No. Oh, yeah, they, they probably were earlier in the day. Well, I know. Right. I'm just saying, like right now. Don't you see it? So one thing y'all probably already talked about it, but one thing I love is if we watch, even our cameraman is wearing a toga. Terrible. Yes, Everybody. Ooh, that was a horrible bump. Yeah, everybody was decked out in, in Caesar gear. In this, yeah, this one. Before, but we were kind of talking about how we hated the well, – most of us disliked the placement of this match. We thought it should have been in the middle of the card instead of the beginning since it is the IC belt and the finish they did of the match. We felt this should not have opened the show. A more appropriate match to open the show would have been uh, Doink and Crush or the Steiners. And the I think Simone. it should have been in the pre-show. Oh, shit. There weren't pre-shows at this time. There were, but they were called dark matches. So right there, we should have seen Tatanka as our new intercontinental champion, and it doesn't happen. Okay, now see, Gold said he did. Shawn Michaels didn't do enough heel shit. The man pulled the referee out of the ring and pushed him. <laughs> no, he can't get I'm more heel than that. Tri- trivia, trivia, trivia. Do you guys know what the dark match of this show was? Tito um, and Papa Shango. Yes, there you go. Nate, yeah. no. Hey, Nate, guess what you win? I'm going to give you a year supply of calendars, buddy. So, Gold, here, here, here is something to keep in mind, One though. <laughs> when you're a wrestler and you're finding your place on the card, the first place you always want to be is the main event. If you're not the main event, you want to open the show. Why, though? So this is this is considered usually the spot card. You want something to get the crowd activated early. You want to get them in tune. Okay. You want to get them pumped up. So it's actually not a bad spot to be as a wrestler on a card. No, we weren't saying it's a oh, bad no, spot no, for the wrestler. What, what, what I was getting at was that I didn't like the fact that it was the opening of the show and it didn't have a finish. Right. Oh, uh, okay, People, yeah. So yeah, I like, got like, you. Like, like to me, it's just if I, I would have, I would have opened with something that would have had a, like an actual, like you know, conclusion. Tatanka should have scalped him. 
<laughs> I mean, it's almost as bad as that finish where they had Sheamus going over Daniel Bryan in like 50 seconds for the world title. I think it was eight. I think it was eight, but I, I agree. My stream froze up for a second. What was somebody's timestamp? Damn, Luna destroys Sherry. Oh. Nate, 31, 31, go to 31, 35. Okay. Yeah, and they just buried Sherry right there. So they knew she was leaving. Yeah, but still, fuck, man. You know Nate, Vince you should... didn't like when they were when people were leaving. Nate, you should see Tatanka checking on Sherry. Okay, I got it. All it right. would have been funny if Tatanka would have pulled out like a big, big hatchet and went after Luna and left Sherry on the ground. Oh, Tatanka probably pulled that, out later in the night. Tatanka's like, I want that mullet. <laughs> so this is this is still during Tatanka's streak, right? Yes. No. Yes. 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 Which is yes. the reason they went with the DQ thing because right. they they didn't have an out because, like I said, this was supposed to be Marty Janetti. And they needed to put somebody in there, so they put Tatanka in it, and they were like, fuck it. We don't want to take the belt off Sean. We don't want Tatanka to lose. So just make it some kind of DQ fuck finish, which is why it should have been in the middle of the card. Damn, Sherry really telling that injury. I love it. So, love so it. one thing. Coming out of her dress. Yeah. <laughs> She's the best. I mean, best. Here comes Mean Gene. Doing the, Mean Gene the hype machine. Another one we miss. Don't what forget to call the hotline. I love Mean Gene's outtakes. I love it. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. Hearing so you know, say, you seen that? Yeah. Have you guys ever seen that rib they did where they put, like, his uh, his cryon or what, a cryon up there or whatever, and it said mean, or it said Gene Tiny Dick Okerlund? Oh, wow. <laughs> no, I've never Oh, yeah, they put that up there. It says Gene Tiny Dick Okerlund. That's good. <laughs> it's fantastic. Good old Scott Steiner. This is so, when Scott uh, Steiner. This is when he was one of the best wrestlers on the fucking planet. I was gonna say, I still to this day, not a very good mathematician, but a good wrestler. No, <laughs> he, he, he didn't know English very well either. But fucking Scott at this time was one of the best wrestlers on the planet. But him and Papa Pump, I loved Scott Steiner in the ring. How's he doing, by the way? I know he had uh, surgery, didn't he? Heart surgery. Yeah, he said he. Yeah, said but. He He's actually back though. I think he's been he, like, or he, he was coming back before all this happened. He should was supposed to be on a couple shows. Yeah, is he, is he still doing NWA? Uh, yeah, he, he was. Nobody's he doing NWA know. right now. Well, you know. now. <laughs> this is my favorite. This is my favorite match on the entire show. This match right here has more potatoes than the than the produce department, but it's a great match. This is my That's favorite match on the entire show. Head shrinkers are walking around going, look, they're wearing dresses too. <laughs> I'm surprised Buff hasn't called. Well, stop, what? Name, stop name dropping, Rocky. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, he was supposed to call, uh, he's supposed to drop a, a promo video for everything. Apparently Rick hates wrestling now. Wasn't he in, like an insurance broker or something like that, or a, a, yeah. a, a realtor yeah. in retail, and like he's like a, on the school board? They were both yeah. at WrestleCade. I barely, I barely recognized Rick. Now, Rick is it Rick? Rick's son is the up and coming wrestler. Is that correct? I didn't know about that. I don't know about that. Or maybe it's up and coming football player. Yeah, Might be a Rick football kid player. just got signed. He or signed. I think he just. I think he just got drafted or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. 
Wow. Who do you get drafted by? I don't watch football. Now, I used to talk about how Rip Scott Steiner got when he was Big Pop of Pump, but he was pretty voided up here, too, actually. Yeah, he was He was never small. I mean, right. but he did, you know, grow know bigger. When you look at him as Big Pop of Pump, you're like, whoa. Yeah. Well, you forgot he was big here. Right. Everyone remembers Rick as the powerhouse because he was the dog right. face, you know, all that stuff. So that's why. Well, yeah, but, but Scott Steiner was never anything to, you know, never a little man by any means. I used oh, to like when Frankensteiner at that size is impressive. I'll give him that. Oh, yeah. Now, what about Rikishi? Rikishi's pretty in pretty good shape. He's I mean, small. you know. Small compared to when he was Rikishi. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm You'd never realize if someone if you took a non wrestling fan and showed him this guy and Rikishi side or by the side, like, that's not the same person. Or the Sultan, yeah. You're like, um about a hundred pounds difference. The Sultan was like a wrestling Hershey kiss. That's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> something interesting, something interesting is two pounds. Um, something interesting at this time, if you listen to like or want to believe things that Bruce Pritchard says, and I don't see why he would lie about it. But at this time, um, and Vince didn't see it, so that's why it never happened. Scott Steiner was one of the two guys that the NWA slash WCW had that, that guys that were on Bruce's level were interested in mm-hmm. as being as being potential like big time Let's let's yeah. get these guys. It was him and Dustin, and they and if you ask Bruce Pritchard or listen to Bruce Pritchard, they thought that Scott Steiner and Dustin Rhodes should have been like, could have potentially been big time single stars for the company, and Vince well, just I didn't mean, see go, it in either one of them. You go back to the Clash from January of '91. Scott Steiner has a fantastic match with Ric Flair. Yeah, yeah. it looks pretty good right there. I have to say. Weren't they there in the late '80s too, the Steiner brothers? Or am I wrong? What's that? No, they they were in the NWA in the late '80s. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, were they in WWE that. briefly in the late '80s too? Or is no. this their no. no, no, this is their debut. Set, right? Yeah. Now, see yeah. to to Aaron's point and to what Nate said. Yes, Scott Steiner had a great match with Ric Flair. Flair oh. went back though after because I've I've heard shoot interviews with Scott Steiner. Flair went back to, like, Jim Hurd and the guys that were in charge then and said, this kid doesn't have it. He's too green and he hurt me in the ring. Don't push him. And that's why Rick, when Scott Steiner used to cut promos in the late 2000s about Rick Flair. Fucking, look at this. Oh, here, here we, we go. go. Here we go. He always shit on him. The no-sell straight into the awesome Steiner move. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you watch these first two matches, you're thinking, hey, this is going to be a pretty good pay-per-view. And then it starts going this way. Well, it was the four. It was the six youngest guys on the card, David. Yeah, but then it went from like, oh, that first match was good. Steiner is great, and then it goes. You know. Later on in here, even even Alpha hangs hands out. <laughs> Look at Alpha. Later on. I, I, I love the Alpha. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you all the double head <laughs> noggin here right. that this in any match would make you take a bump and go down, but when I do it to y'all, it's gonna pump <laughs> you up. I love the colors on Rick Singlet. You gotta love you gotta love Samoan logic, Magic. It's true, <laughs> David. I never understood why they gave Rick such a bland singlet for the Hasbro they made of him, or right, even the glue. This one. The this one or any of the other one. I mean, Scott now, got a his, pretty his decent Andrew, outfit. His UK that's that's nice, but his UK galoob is cool. The green with the yeah, black. Yeah, the green with the black. That's what I'm saying. That was the only good figure they made of him. 
His Hasbro's okay. It's it's okay, but it's so basic. My favorite is Rick Steiner singlet, and he, I don't know if he ever had it on a toy or whatever, but I liked the one that always had all the numbers on it. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They were in the ring. I liked that one. Well, see, that was by accident. Scott was doing Steiner math, and he had nowhere else to write, so he went <laughs> to Rick, Rick Singlet. Even the classic Jack's Rick Steiner singlet was kind of in, you know? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They never gave him a good attire. For Rick? Are y'all talking about Rick? Yeah, because yeah. I didn't have a classic Jack's. He was in trouble with WWE at the time. <laughs> yeah. So we'll be lucky if we ever get another uh, Scott Steiner. If the NWA comes out with figures, we might get another Ooh, Scott Steiner. Or if he happens to go to fucking uh, TNA, I mean, um, AW, maybe. But, no. I don't think he'll go to AW. Oh, oh look at like that. Fucking phenomenal oh, 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 oh. take, man. It's, it's fucking it's, great. It's amazing. It's you know, amazing. at this time, Scott Steiner was doing <laughs> and then, nobody else was. Did you guys could hear it? Fucking Alpha cracks the shit out of him right there, man. If you could hear it, <laughs> oh! there was audio right now. That's fucking, he beats the shit out of Scott Steiner with that fucking, fucking kendo stick. It's fucking fantastic. You know, when you're wrestling. Oh, God. When oh, I just when saw you, it. When you're wrestling. <laughs> you know, I, wonder sometimes, you, I wonder sometimes if he, you were like, I don't know if I don't understand what he's saying just because he's being Samoan or I don't understand what he's saying. So just <laughs> knock the fuck out of me. Everybody they used to do their talk when they introduced their intro, I missed that. I used to love that. So, so one thing I've noticed early here in WrestleMania 9 is you, you hear people talk about nowadays all the crazy outside bumps people are doing. And these guys are bumping outside yeah. like crazy. Oh, this yeah, is, like I said, this is the best match much, in the entire fucking show. It's much, it's much more measured back then, though. Much more measured. Right, uh, they didn't the, do it in pace, every in every pacing, every way. The pacing of the, the pacing oh, so of there's, the there's the patented head shriek. I love the head butts. It cracks me up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and plus, something... and plus Scott going over the top rope and hitting the ground. It looked like you know it didn't look like he set died, up. It, right, and it didn't look set up. It didn't look like he was he was cooperating with those guys. It, it was it flowed. It was natural. It looked like it was like holy shit, this guy just got fucked up. It wasn't like you know somebody looking at his guy going, okay, let's do this now. And shit, now it's just too choreographed. I agree. I was going to say something here. This is something WWE is missing. Powerhouse tag teams like this. I know we have the Usos, but they're very choreographed. Nothing they do screams Samoan. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're so not the like, Usos are butt. I don't like the Usos. Yeah, I mean, and then there's nobody like a Steiner brother in the WWE right now. So now, I that, mean, the, now that the Revival's gone, um, yeah, the, best, yeah. the best tag team that the WWE has is Viking Raiders, but they totally misuse them and make them into fucking clowns. Right, These and the guys, crowd goes the, dead. The, I was just going to say, those Viking Raider guys, they could be like a head shrinkers type yes. tag team if they let them be, but they're not going to let them be. No, they're going to turn them into, what, what were those other guys that came out in skirts for the Highlanders? Highlanders. That's what they're going to end up being like, but only they get to hold the, gold, the tag so team title. So what's the tag team with Otis in it? Heavy, Heavy machinery. machinery. Yeah, so, but they're, I think they're not even the tag team right now, right? Yeah, that, they, that's, well, that's the question. Do y'all think that they stay together or they're going to run with I think, Otis? I think, I think, I think probably Tucker turns on Otis at some point. Otis is hilarious. Is see, I don't, I don't see Tucker turning. I see Otis ultimately turning because he's got Mandy Rose with him. Otis and the other uh, Viking guy could be a tag team. They look like a couple bowling balls. Yeah. And I, like, we're talking about wrestling nowadays. I should tell you how bad this is. <laughs> 
Eight. But no, I, I actually I like the storyline that they gave Otis. I think it's like the best thing on TV right now. My my fa- my my favorite things on WWE right now are Drew McIntyre and uh, Bray Wyatt and Strowman. I like that. Story yeah, too. yeah. yeah, yeah those guys are those guys are larger than life. Right. Rest of them are just cookie cutter. Blah blah. Well, and that's the other thing about we. You know, we watch. On Weekend oh, Wrestling and in the see, Asylum, typical, we talk about classic wrestling. Scott Steiner mistake. He forgets that you cannot hurt the head shrinkers by hitting them in the head. You and it's in their name. Going in. Magic, it's in their name. They're the head shrinkers. Why would I you mean, hit them in the head? See, this is what kept Scott Steiner from being that solo star. He had the moves. <laughs> he had the strength. He had the speed. He just lacked a little bit of effort. He was just a fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> chance that I'll win. 98%. (laughs) But then then came along a man who was more of a fucking moron, and his name was Vince Russo, and he said, Scott Steiner shall be a star. Bro. (laughs) You you can call Vince Russo an idiot all day long, but at the same token, you got to give the man credit for some of the shit he did do. Never was a fan of his. He asked Vince Russo was actually really good as long as he had a filter. Yeah, he had Vince filtering him, so he was great in WWF for the most part. Yeah, he's like city water. It's it's pretty good as long as there's a filter. Aaron, Aaron, perfect example. He's like city water. I like that. I'm going to steal that one. I like that. (laughs) He had some genius ideas, and then he had other stuff like Val Venus PP ideas. And me on having a hand ideas. Demolition. That god awful Terry oh. miscarriage storyline. Or the Katie Vick shit. Yep. That wasn't even him. That wasn't him. That he was gone by him. then. Um. Okay. Yeah, that's that true. Was Vince, that was Vince. That was, that was Vince, Vince all by himself. Though. Right. Well, Vince also did come up with puke. So yeah, Vince yeah. had some pretty. Uh, you know, I love the movie Beyond the Mat, but when Vince McMahon keeps saying the word puke, I can he's break gonna, the DVD. No, he's, I can gonna, break the DVD. he's gonna. He's, he's gonna. gonna. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, get over it. He didn't puke. And he, he just like spit. I can't even throw up. He was like, he puked. Over it. I will say, during most of my corporate meetings, in my head, I think that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna puke. All right, guys. Another little little interesting facts last question. Y'all are more historians. Is this our first time that we don't have red, white, and blue ropes? Yes. Yes. Well, Well, I think it's... I mean... In the in the in the rock and wrestling slash era, yeah, because I mean you had you had back you know back in the early or the when it, everything first started, you'd have those Montreal shows and stuff where they did it. But general TV, yeah, they probably they use these gold and black because it matches the matches the motif. Yeah. yeah. Oh right, yeah, it's definitely the whole Caesars thing. But I think it's the first Mania that's not it's red, white, blue. Mania. Right. I think you're I right. Think so. I have to look. Be honest with you, I don't think they went away from him. Did they have it in the Sky Dome too when they went there? Yes. Yes. That's the only one I could think they might have changed the colors. Now they change them though. Now I think what they're all red, ain't they? What the ropes? Yeah, it's all red or all black. Uh, one thing. <laughs> I I forgot. I I, I did want to say earlier, we were talking about our two best matches. Um, Take his, take his opinion as you will. Dave Meltzer actually gave Shawn Michaels and Tatanka three and a half stars. Out of what? 
out of five. His, no, his normal five. But you have to remember at this time, three and a half. Like now he gives eight, nine, 172 stars. Right. right. At this only, time, only there was very few down. five stars. So. So three and a half was like pretty good back then. I think. I think. Well, I uh, gave it. I gave it three. Jeff Farmer Yeps. Yeah, so. I, I agree <laughs> with three. But Matt, I, mean, I think there's the only one WWE match with a five star. Good, but then it, it's a shit show the rest of the way. We'll Magic, see. I think there's only one <laughs> WWF match that's ever gotten a five star rating, and I think that was Undertaker Shaw on a twenty five. So that, Dave, Dave well, Meltzer if if now there, there's a couple, if you because NXT has gotten some now. Now um, I'm talking about before his star rating was big, you know. I think Bret Hart Red and Cole got one. Didn't Iron Man get a five too? No, no, he actually uh, Meltzer actually didn't like that match. He was there in person. And that's like one of the best matches, in my opinion. But look, let's let's be honest though. Dave Meltzer does not give the WWE its credit because he doesn't get paid by them. No. So well, and he he just I don't know. Meltzer's what, good and bad for the business. Let's he's good and bad. I agree with you. Arthur. I'll say that <laughs> he, 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 he says some really good shit and he says some really bad shit. Right. The problem uh, I have with the problem I have with the fact that so many people rest their laurels on what he says is the same have, it's, it's the same problem I have with with people who rest their laurels on what on what movie critics say. That's what you are, a critic. Every you know, like David and I, we don't he I like this mania, he doesn't like this mania, but that's right. the beauty of being a fan, you know. I can yeah, like I mean, I'm not I don't care what like, Dave Meltzer says. This is not like the worst pay per view in history. I'm just saying and No, it's not uncensored ninety five. Comparatively it's speaking, not December dis- the dismember. Right. Comparatively <laughs> speaking, between all the WrestleManias, this to me is the second worst one. Well, I'm going to agree with Nate and say it's not that bad. It has its good moments. Well, we've good, also three in the Dusty that like WrestleMania three is the best one. So we all we agree. Oh, he loved that one. Yeah, they fucked I'm that be, Frankensteiner up. But I'm going to be honest. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's you could even see it in Scott's modern, face. He knew he fucked that up. He's like, damn it. A lot more of the damn it. A moment. A WrestleMania moment. There's a yeah, lot he didn't more catch the head on that one. That I dislike yeah. than this one. Twenty three is bad too. They, well, and some of them just like the newer ones, the more modern ones. They just drag <laughs> fuck on. And it's Magic, just, you want pizza? Yeah, there's, there's <laughs> Give no me the newer ones too. There's no like other than like you hey, know. Doink, I love heel doink. Sorry, Aaron, I'm cutting you off. So well, anyone, saying, like, anyone who is wondering, uh, Meltzer gave that two and a half stars. Oh fuck, Dave Meltzer! Meltzer. Now was this still Mad Boy? Heel Doink. Yes, this is Mad Boy. Yeah, this is Mad Boy. This is Doink when what Doink should be all the time. Heel Doink is fucking great. They had no business turning Doink Doink into a face. No, that's like then he healed and back to face. No. He went face and stayed face. Well, it was a face heel. No. Hmm. When he turned face, that's when it was played, portrayed by Ray Apollo. Nice haircut. Um, yeah, because of Bam Bam. Yeah, when he wrestled Bam Bam, right? Yeah, that was yeah. that was Ray Apollo and fucking uh, Lombardi played him a couple times. Didn't Steve Kearns play him a couple times too? <laughs> uh, didn't Steve Kearns play him a couple times too? The guy who played Skinner. 
Steve Kern yeah. is uh, the second doink at this pay per view, I believe. Yeah, he's under yeah. the ring. Yeah. Steve Kern's under the ring. Yeah, Steve Kern's under the ring. Two Hasbro's is embarrassing as well. <laughs> two, he's and got the fact three. That one is actually rare. He is also three, yeah. he has three demolition, cold well, crush, and, and yeah. But I'm talking about crush, crush. Well, he was, this crush. He was, he was known crush. as Crush David. Yeah, but shitty crush. Okay. So, uh, he was shitty in Demolition, too, David. No, he was, he was Demol- in Demolition. He was shitty. He killed here. Demolition, David. David. Demolition died because they had a crush. And at least it was okay with Demolition. It crush did. is terrible here. And Evil Crush is even worse. <laughs> terrible. David Gold, I will agree with you that we are about to hit the lull of WrestleMania 9. The, uh, I like the start. I like the finish. The mid is where we lack. All the rest of this is bad. Even the ending's bad. Uh, Hogan was uh, Hogan. done, sir. Hogan was uh, done. Hogan. Even I was over Hogan. A uh, Hulk Hogan fan says he doesn't like seeing Hulk Hogan in a tag team match. Crush looks like he's wearing uh, Super Soaker attire. Yeah. Yeah, a, I think MDM's the goat, but I feel like that that match wasn't even good. Yeah. You probably won't agree with this. I, I actually head now. Head now. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Head now. This is terrible. I mean, this whole crush gimmick is garbage. Garbage. Fucking just throw it away. When I was a little dude, I was into it, though. You know what I always wondered? You're like, what a fucking terrible game. This is going to be a stupid question, but I've never looked it up, and I'm not sure. Was Brian Adams Hawaiian in any way, shape, or form? Yeah, he was born there. He was? Oh, okay. That's where they got the whole gimmick from. Okay. Yeah, he's from yeah, he wherever put him in the video game or and I can't remember. He was born on the islands. Yeah. Okay, because I wasn't sure because he's got a little bit of an accent when he does his promos. You can kind of yeah, hear but, it. No, no, no. But then when you look at him when he turns into Evil Crush and then when he goes to the NWO and he becomes a chronic a member of Chronic, he doesn't have that Hawaiian accent anymore. You can still hear it. You can it's hear it. Really. Really. Not he really. He covered it up pretty well. He kind of had the same accent as like a Morocco. You know, yeah, but just, I mean, he just—I don't know. I thought they maybe just forced the gimmick out. You're going to be from Hawaii. Okay? No, he was—he he was a Hawaiian guy. I do love Doink here. The way, yes, I mean, uh, yeah, maybe not this match wrestling all, but the, his his facials, the way he acts, the laugh. <laughs> well, Born's a fucking legend, man. Hell yeah. He's I've like, never. Have you guys ever? Have you guys ever seen when Duggan and Born get pissed at each other and have their little shoot thing at that? Fucking indie show. Have you guys ever seen that? Mm-mm. There's oh, another one. You, you gotta watch it. Look it up. So Not right now. Got into it. Did they? Did they fight or did they just like? They was it an argument. They basically had a match and kind of got a little <laughs> bit of a. It, it turned wow. into, their match turned into a a, a fight. I feel like. Wow. To make this character entirely just a joke, but Born did it so fucking good that Vince yeah. like, <laughs> you did this too well. Vince Bobby didn't expect did it. it to be this psychotic. Bobby Heenan did real. an amazing job of putting this gimmick over. And tried. yeah, Bobby Heenan, Bobby Heenan on commentary explained what this gimmick was better than anybody else. Secondly, I'm gonna get. I know we're we're gas bagging, and that's fine. I love it. But I want to get my piece in on this match really quick. I know, I mean, like five, five out of six, so I'm the only one. I think it sucks. I think this match serves its purpose, and here's why I say that. First of all, this is the best thing that Crush character ever had. 
was the feud with Doink. Secondly, Doink and Crush in this match are playing their roles to perfection. And this wasn't meant to be a five star in the Tokyo or a seven oh, no. star in the Tokyo Dome match. Oh no, it's not very the very purpose that it's made to serve. <clears throat> well, I I mean it. I gotcha. <laughs> The, the joke of it is is that you're not supposed to, you know, you, only Crush is supposed to be seeing that there's two doinks. Everybody else is supposed to, because Bobby Heenan, it's an optical illusion, you know. Again, On top of that, Doink is the shitty heel who's running from the big face for the majority of the match, which right. is the face a terrible heel. Well, Didn't get over that. Why they him in the evil crush? I have no disagreement on Crash. We're not going to disagree on Crash. <laughs> let's he was, let's he, all he was let's Boutain. let's admit something here though. When they turned him into evil crush, they attempted to have Macho Man help to get him over, and even Didn't Randy work. Savage couldn't fix this. Yeah. and and that was all because Randy and and Brian Adams are real life buds. But I mean, yeah, he, 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 he had him in the WCW too. Yeah, yeah. So. I think you Doink know. should have came out in an ice cream truck. <laughs> that would have been cool. That been cool. Throwing ice cream to the fans. Yeah, that would have been hilarious. Yeah, WrestleMania, he would have had a cool fucking clown entrance with a bunch of clowns running around and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> have, right. a, have an ice cream truck with like a splattered blood, like he just hit somebody <laughs> across the hood. <laughs> giving out ice cream and then just taking kids. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you want ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> in front of him. To, today, today there would be Eat a bunch in of pop lock and a flow rider. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd be right on the rock. Yeah. <laughs> and then Cena will come out and go, I thought I was in this match. You can't see it. <laughs> this is just bad. So, oh do you think when Rey Mysterio came out dressed as Doink against Brock Lesnar, that was on purpose, or do you think that was by accident? Definitely on purpose. Right? That was him paying homage to Doink the Clown. Most of Ray's attire is, in one way or another, paying homage to something. Right. But some people say it was the Joker, not Doink the Clown. I think it was Doink yeah, the Clown. I think it's made of, it might have been Joker, but it ended up looking like Doink, kind of when I dressed up at yeah. Halloween, trying to be 50 It was Doink, it was Everyone doink, it was doink, doink the Joker. Wanted. So. You were B-Raggy. Yeah, <laughs> or the guy that used to be married to Britney Spears. That's what they kept calling me. Kevin no, Federline. you were you, you were not <laughs> Kevin Federline. You were B Rad from Malibu. Don't be hating. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. Drive wow. home. Ouch. Oh, oh, look at it. The best part's when it, he put his makeup purposely to where most of it rubbed off on the middle. Right. So that's why when the guy at the bottom came out, it looked like he was the same doing. Yeah. You know what he was doing? That was like by far one of the scariest pile drivers I've ever seen, though, because his head was sticking out between Doink's legs. So he probably yeah, he didn't hit it right. was like, damn. He, hit it right. he didn't hurt him. You could tell he hit it right. You never know. I uh, Yeah, I, I know what you're saying, but I, I could tell he hit that right. Hit what right? Which one? That the pile driver. driver. He did it right. Uh, no, that, that was an okay ending, but it wasn't hit right. The head should never hit first. I agree. The, the head should never hit perfect at all. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, you can also understand Crush is how many inches taller than Doink. That's probably not a maneuver. Right, so you don't call that spot in that match. <laughs> and that's now, now, also, a thousand things go wrong a match and no one gets hurt. So, you, you know, you're always hoping. Right. Oh, no. And my favorite. This. 
the boot and he is out cold. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy Crush lost the match. <laughs> that's for sure. Hey, spoiler. <laughs> if you ain't seen WrestleMania 9 by now, get your ass in the network. <laughs> yeah. Or leave our stream. So, so one thing is I was going back and looking at this. So one thing that anytime I go back and watch these and try to look into the history, it does make me really miss how much WWF cared about every storyline. Yeah, right. Know, now it's so much mid card and early card guys. It's eh, let's just throw a match together and hope it's good. Right. Well, what the rest makes of it, these what, were nice long buildups. What makes it suffer the most now in the new product, and it's the okay. We and I've said this a couple times on the show, but I'll say it again. Um, the Attitude Era ruined wrestling. We look we at during the time I loved the Attitude Era. I look back on it now with a bit of bitterness because you okay. Uh, and, and as an example, you have Akeem and the Big Boss Man. Akeem beats Enhancement Talent A, Enhancement Talent B, Enhancement Talent C, Boss Man, Enhancement Talent A, Enhancement Talent B, Enhancement Talent C. So now these two guys are both stars. Then the Boss Man goes into the ring and he beats Akeem. Now the Boss Man a star beat Akeem a star, and now Boss Man is a bigger star. And you, the way that wrestling is, is booked now and the way that it's written now does nothing to build stars. Well, you have no. too. You can't have that. We used to only have six a year, and you had more than four. enough time. So we it was four. four, and it went up to six. Right. Because they did a couple in-your-houses in between. Right. Um, so you had, like, months where you're building these storylines up. Now it's like, okay, we got another pay-per-view in three weeks. We got There's a move Crush should never do. The- wow. <laughs> There are times where I don't even there, are, and I don't know about you guys, but there are times where I forget who is who holds belts. I don't know who the Intercontinental <laughs> like, Champion is right now, Nate. Yeah, I'm, uh, is it still <laughs> I really don't. John Michaels. We just saw him defend it. <laughs> you're right, Magic. You're right. John Michaels. No, really. Is it? Is it? I think it's Sami Zayn. Yeah. I'll take I'll take WrestleMania nine on TV versus what's on now. Game again. Shit. <laughs> I always loved it that it was it's the loaded arm. Like, what could he really have in there? A piece of metal? I mean, His batteries, yeah. man. Damn. You remember, right? He so, hit him and batteries blew out. Yeah. And... I love how, so, how Matt Bourne they, was so good. They had them look identical, though, too. I mean, I know one is Steve Kern and one's Matt Bourne, but they could have been twins. Oh, he played that. He did perfect there. So, isn't this the the story that while he was under there, he basically was like peeing in a bucket too? Yeah, snacks and a and beer under there. He said or whatever. Yeah, he was hating yeah, life whenever really... Yokozuna comes out to wrestle. Yeah, he's like the ring was shaking. I was so nervous. Right. Now, now look at this. We're already an hour and two minutes into WrestleMania in this match, right? Yep. He only came out for three minutes at this match. But what about also the hour of prep and letting the fans in? So that man was under there for two, like two or three hours. He was under like five and a half hours. My favorite under the ring story is from WCW. And it was during the Ultimate Warrior 
oh, yeah. era of mm-hmm. WCW, and all the NWO, all the NWO guys had to stay under there. And um, I forget even who said the story, but they were all under there and they had to like piss and shit in a bucket and everything. I think it was Scott Hall. Scott Hall told the story because they're all underneath the ring and they're all like pissing and shit in this bucket and everything. And fuck Kurt Hennig's under there. And right before they're all supposed to go out, Kurt Hennig's just like, fuck it, and kicks the bucket over. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. All these guys are like, oh my God. (laughs) Those enchiladas. (laughs) No one's under there, guys. Guys, what? No one's under there. It's a rare Bill Alfonso uh, sighting. At this time, Bill Alfonso was wherever um, El Gigante was at. He was his handler. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. He spoke the language. He spoke. Yeah. He speaks. Wow. Uh, what are, are, well, are the Argentinian version of Spanish. Yeah. Wow. That's why if you so, look at when he went to LA Gun, well, Giant Gonzalez were, was in WCW. Was in WCW, so was Bill Alfonso, yeah. Yeah. So wow. he drove him around. Oh, so he was he basically, him. he was basically like Tim White was for Andre the Giant. It was like. Why These couldn't guys Fonzie get along? Get, why couldn't Fonzie get uh, Giant Gonzalez a job in ECW then? After this match, he didn't get a job very many places. <laughs> no, he didn't. And then he died. Yeah. Oh, look, Todd Pettengill. I love Ooh, Todd Pettengill. Todd Pettengill was awesome. He versus Taker at WrestleMania. <laughs> I, I, I have love- a feeling. That Todd Pettengale watches Raw nowadays or <laughs> SmackDown and sees Michael Cole and goes, fuck, that should have been me. <laughs> I, bet, I don't give a shit. Todd Pettengale was funny, and I, I, I enjoyed Todd Pettengale. No, I did too. There was nothing wrong with him. Remember when he interviewed the fake Bill Clinton? Like, I'm here with Bill. Yeah. Uh, join, join. And then the fireworks go off, and they're like, get down, get down. Yeah, they took him down. Oh, bam, bam, bam was coming out. That was good shit. I was just talking about IRS. Like, like an underrated, an underrated like thing was, and nobody else will probably even know what I'm saying. Um, when Mania was a, like WWF Mania was a show, Todd Pettengill and Stephanie Lyon did some funny shit. It was like a morning radio show. Yeah, yeah. And they were funny. Oh, geez, here's the match that turns Razor. This is the match that turns Razor. Mm, by the way. Coming up. And boy, how disappointing is it to say that a Scott Hall Razor Ramon match is shit. Right. Because he it doesn't have. He was one of my favorites back then. I love it. But yeah, this yep. is the match that if you look at it and listen to the crowd reaction, this is what made the WWF and Vince McMahon decide they were going to turn Razor. Oh, because Razor, he was so amazing. Like, he was supposed to be such a hill, and everyone loved it. I loved yeah. it. I thought it was awesome. The machismo, the uh, just I, used to, love I, I laughed whenever he'd pull the toothpick out and throw it at some kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> always, had, I always wondered how the fuck that toothpick would stay in his ear in an entire match. Sometimes, right? The best one was when Bret Hart took his glasses off that time, put them on the kid, and then Razor walks over to the kid and throws a toothpick at him. <laughs> <laughs> And he throws the toothpick, and he has another one in his ear, and like he starts getting beat up, and the toothpick is still there. And you're like, how the fuck is that? Lewd or something. Air gel. And right now, in Gorilla, Vince McMahon is going, he has no tan. 
And half the fans are like, who is this uh, guy? Freaking back. Like 85. So who wow, look at look at Scott Hall, though. He just looks like a million dollars. And then you send a guy who was one of the biggest of all time in 85 out to the ring to wrestle Razor Ramon. And the fans are like, to, eh? To generic music, too. That was a bad part. And they're like, who is, and they're like eh? who, who is this? Too thicky. My favorite Bob Backlund story. You guys ever heard Kevin Nash's story about Bob Backlund? Would it beat him? No. He said he was, he was, Kevin Nash said he was staying at this hotel and you know, he used to get like a list of like every room guys are staying at, you know, in case you want to go talk to somebody or whatever. Right. And, and he, he was like in his room, Kevin Nash was, and he just kept hearing like thump, 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 like thump, 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 thump. And he was like, oh, man, some, somebody's getting them guts, you know, he's like thump, 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 thump. And it's the it's the room next to him, so he looks it up, and it's Bob Backlund. He's like, "God damn, Bob Backlund!" <laughs> and and it, like, like it went for like two hours, and he's like, "Jesus Christ, Bob Backlund's a fucking stallion, man!" <laughs> bump, 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 bump. So the next day, he sees Bob Backlund. He's like, "Hey, what's up, Bob?" And Bob's like, "Hey, hey, Kevin." He's like, "Man, I heard you get it on last night." He's like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "I heard it all night." Thump, 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 thump. And Bob was like, no, no. Like Bob had like had his legs up on the on the bed and was like doing sit-ups. Kevin oh, <laughs> said he was the most let down he'd ever known. He just thought Bob was just getting them guts all night. <laughs> you know, so so I've only heard these stories about how many push-ups, sit-ups, constantly working out Bob Backlund's doing. And even when he was younger, that guy never really had much of a body. Yeah, it doesn't show. Right. It doesn't he could probably throw any of us across the room back then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Back then, now I think he could throw any of us across the room. I loved his crazy gimmick. And when he beat Brat in the chicken wing, that was awesome. Yeah. He is also that one was of the fun. coolest. I enjoyed that coolest, angle. Coolest wrestlers I ever met in person. Um, he actually wanted to, like, genuinely wanted to. Like, I went to leave after he signed my magazine. He's like, no, no, wait, wait, wait. And just legitimately wanted to talk to me and find out, you know. I want you to – so Razor just hit him in the head, and we had the best sell ever. He said, stop. <laughs> stop hitting me. <laughs> it the fans are just like, who is this guy in the ring with Razor? They're probably naive fans because they don't realize that this is a guy that sold out Madison Square Garden quite a few times. It's the same as it is nowadays, though, when you get someone from the 90s out there and they're like, meh, you know. Like, yeah, I don't know. Can anybody hear it. David? Yeah. Can you hear him, Rocky? Can anybody hear me? Yeah. I can hear you. I can hear everybody, I think. I can hear. Archie, you can't oh. hear David? No, I can't hear David. I'm going to take it. Did you mute me, fucker? All right, <laughs> cheap, cheap leave tech trash he's got oh, over there. Leave him, leave him there. Leave him out. Leave him out. Ah! <laughs> oh, y'all. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> now tell me why the, Tell me why this match is getting so much hate. This is two good wrestlers having a two. Well, no, I'm not. Match. I didn't give the match hate. I just said this was the match when the fans. It is. It is, it is it's, wrestling. Yeah, I mean. It's too. I don't know. Noise. Nick Francis isn't here, so I don't know what the clicky noise is. <laughs> it sounds like fucking signs when they're listening on the baby monitor. 
<laughs> it might be me because I had to take my earphones out. Or it's some oh, kind of okay. Aborigine language. So do you see this? <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, that it's just it's it's, it's like a the, pretty it's bad like the match. Nothing's that's excellent. Yeah, like, I, I, like I feel like somebody's warning me that there's a fucking. I'll be back. Tiger behind you. Son. Sounds like there's scarabs coming up the wall. <laughs> All right, guys. Without looking, any guesses on what Meltzer gave that one? A one half star. star. Half star. Okay. Any others? I'll go one, with a uh, one and a half. One and a half. I was one and a half. Say, I was going to say one. Yeah. I'll go a one. He went negative one star. Well, that's because he's a fucking idiot. Oh. <laughs> Here's the only well, time Mike Rotunda was entertaining. Beat him with a fucking roll-up. Yeah, other than the IRS character, Mike Rotunda was boring. Boring. Yeah, boring. boring. Dude on MDM, I wonder though. what happened to his briefcase. They made that the Money in the Bank briefcase, didn't they? <laughs> I love that thing, too. Like, if wheat bread became a person, it would be Mike Rotunda. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's I fact. love those tag belts, too. Fucking gorgeous. I miss those tag belts. They're beautiful. <laughs> Fucking belts were gorgeous. I don't know what the hell they're doing now with belts. Crack him open. <laughs> Do it. Fuck him up. Fuck Brutus Beefcake. Bury his forehead. Boom. Oh, my God. The Jimmy turn. Oh, baby, yeah. <laughs> Took his eyebrows oh, right off. We're going to kill Brutus. We are going to kill Brutus. <laughs> Brutus is dead. Look, you can see his eyebrows are still on that thing. Split his head of the booty beef. Fuck that guy. Wait a minute. Oh those aren't God. his eyebrows. Those are the one, two, three kids. <laughs> <laughs> what was he thinking when he did the photo shoot for his figure? <laughs> Moron. So here is your typical Brutus the Barber beefcake. Uh, disciple, booty man, whatever you want to call him, the typical storyline. Gets his ass whooped. Hogan comes and saves him. Yes. <laughs> Every time. And there is your career, Ed Leslie. Yeah, that's pretty much uh, piss poor. The the worst, and it's the one nobody ever talks about, it, but it's the worst, was when he was the man with no name. Which is a name. Which is a fucking name. Yeah. The man why, with no name. It's a that's name. That's why I always... That's why I always hated the uh, the Chris Candido no gimmicks needed because no gimmicks needed is a gimmick. My favorite, <laughs> my favorite was the Zodiac. <laughs> yes, no, yes. Oh, look at IRS with the ultimate cut down. Listen up, you mega morons. <laughs> <laughs> you know what my favorite IRS line is, Magic? What's that? Royal Rumble '94. He comes to the ring. They Arsenezia Adam back. Okay. He comes to the ring and he goes, oh, I see every tax cheat in Rhode Island showed up here tonight. <laughs> I love that fucking thing. I, I love you tax cheaters. John and Bob Backlund, you guys are talking about <laughs> Brutus Beefcake. What happened? We're on the next match. Already? Mm-hmm. It was a quick razor you match. Didn't, you didn't pay your more. internet tax and you got fucking booted. No, <laughs> it was making the clicking noise you guys said, and that was because of me because I had to take my earphones out. Uh, we should have known it was Archie's fault. So what <laughs> match are we up to? We're uh, Money Inc. and uh... Brett and Yokozuna. Oh, the, the terrible Hogan <laughs> match. Yeah, we're at the. There's and, like a uh, pretty always... blonde '90s three chick right there. Uh, <laughs> Archie, no such thing, by the way. 
Okay, I got to ask, and maybe you guys know, who was the moron that was at every freaking pay-per-view around this time period that was always at ringside? He was kind of a half-breed kind of fellow with glasses. <laughs> he was at every freaking pay-per-view. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Rocky Turner's expression does not speak for the rest of us at the Cat Wrestle Podcast. I well, think he it's the first time. He had a I think it's the first turn. time. No, no, no. This is the first, Nate. Nate, this is the first. This is the first time I've ever been on something with multiple people where I didn't say the most offensive thing. <laughs> I forgot what genre we're, we're living in. This can't even be edited out. I think it's appropriate if you're watching Rocky, the, walk, the proper term is mixed. Whatever. <laughs> but do you know who I'm talking about? Oh, yes. hell yeah. Yes. He has yes. other you talking about, but I don't want to admit to it because then I give, I give validity to what you was, just said. <laughs> he, was always, he was always with the guy that kind of looked like Diesel or tried to look like Diesel. Like with yeah. The beard All right. Probably. This guy yeah, had, like, way, always had, had like the Howard, Howard Stern guy. The white yeah. Hogan shirt on. Hell yeah, um, black eye and all bad glasses and, and it was kind of uh, yeah. he had like a curly reddish hair yeah. glasses, yeah. goofy yep. looking, kind of goofy. Every time so you walked into a bar, they played that chair song. David, David, yep, you missed you missed the best thing that's ever happened on the weekend. That's a lot. You did. Is that guy hit this one? I don't know. Yes, I haven't, we is. haven't seen him yet. He probably Just is. Look, he's ringside, guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Him and then the guy that the guy that always like dressed up like Hogan. He's like, where's yeah. Waldo of the wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's there somewhere. Mark my words. When this is all over, said and done, the next wrestling show that Rocky does, if I go to it, I'm inviting that guy Rocky talked about to that show. Bring him on. <laughs> I'd love, to, I'd love to ask him some stuff. I'm going to the Rocky and be like, hi, I heard you said something about me. <laughs> when he walks up, Arch, when he walks up, make sure you play the share song. Right. <laughs> and look at the crowd. The crowd is so happy. Is oh, my God. They are popping. Okay, so remember Mania has returned. Who punched him in the eye? David, David, remember when we started this, I said there were three things that I despise about this pay-per-view. Is this one of them? Not the match, but the finish. I hate the finish of this match. Who punched him in the eye? Apparently he did it. Hogan said it's a jet ski. Right. But other people Uh, say it's Randy Savage. Right. There are other people that say uh, I like the Randy Savage angle better. I do too. For what it's worth, I don't think a jet ski would have did that bad of a black eye to him. Meltzer and what? Bruce Pritchard both like, say it wasn't they like Hogan have the belt for like four. They seconds. say what? They said it was not Macho Man. They said what it's happened? an accident. I'm looking for that guy. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> they said something. face mask saved him. You would have thought it would have made it safe. This, is, this is where we first start seeing lean Hulk Hogan. Hogan was Hulk. like, if it wasn't for the buoyancy of Brutus, brother, I'd be dead by now. Uh-huh. Hogan and, and Hart proving they were really heels, beating up the referee after the match was over because it didn't go their way. 
we see we're seeing lean Hogan magic because this is the beginning of uh, the, we're in the midst of the steroid trial here. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the flate gate. That's what I call it. <laughs> yeah. Honey, I shrunk the Hogan. <laughs> the best, so, so I do believe that it's uh, the truth that Brutus saved him because at that point he said, coming up after he this? said, no matter what, Brutus, you'll have a job in wrestling. <laughs> Yeah, Hogan, he was like, I can't let that guy drown. Yeah, Brutus was like, no, I have now, a I got a question for you guys. Did they know that Hogan was going to take the title all along? Like that it was going to be Yoko beating Brett and then Hogan takes the title from Yoko? Well, yeah, it's fake. No, no. What? You can't I mean, did Vince... Did, hold on. I listened that. to, I listened right, to so Jim Ross. Heard the words half-breed and fake. How many more taboo yeah. words are we saying yeah. tonight? You can't, you can't say half-breed or fake. So Jim Ross, no, remember this? Is Jim Ross there's nothing heard. worse than a fake half-breed. Exactly. <laughs> Come on. That's a whole breed. <laughs> Once again, no, I'd like to point forth that these are not Vince the conditions of any podcast that you're listening to. Am I really going to put my belt on Yokozuna? So Archie, you know what I mean, or or how was, was it always? Ba- how was how was Yoko a bad champ? He wasn't. He was unstoppable. No, but didn't thanks, David thanks, say that Yoko shouldn't have been champ? I agree, he shouldn't have been champ. No, I'm saying I was saying I don't understand why Yoko was a bad choice to be champ. He wasn't. I think they had. I, I, I let me rephrase. I guess he was a choice. Oh, a million dollar choice. man is so dumb. He hit him right in that mask. But <laughs> I, they had better options at the time. I'll be back, fellas. Who? Okay, okay. I've got who? some. Uh, I've got some uh, protesters beating on my door. So Archie, okay. are you there? Archie, can you hear me? I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past it right now, Rock. Can anyone hear? Me? Right. I can hear you, Magic. Okay, so Archie, I was I'm listening not to, to not too okay, long ago, on. you were asking I'm if they magic. knew. Magic, Magic, hold on just a second. Archie can't hear you, so I'm going to take you out and bring you back in. Gotcha. That usually fixes the problem. Yeah. And doink. There we go. Now, Can you hear Archie me now, Archie? Dead. No, it's Magic. Archie? Is Rocky yes. the one that said half Yes, he is. <laughs> So Archie Rocky was, said half breed, right? Archie yeah, was asking if That's they why he's knew. getting people at his door. <laughs> Aaron. Aaron. Huh? What? Hold on. I'm trying to see if Magic and Archie. Magic, can you hear me? I can hear Archie. They, I can't hear Magic. You can't? No. Okay. I'm going to take Archie out and bring him back. Fine. <laughs> Tommy, can you hear me? Quit causing fucking trouble, Mitchell. Never. All right, Archie. Yes, I'm here. Archie, Magic. can you hear me? Still can't hear him. Still can't hear Magic. What the fuck? I can hear Magic. You- Get some I'm art for your walls, Archie. Get like a picture <laughs> or something. This is. I took them both out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I love what is going I love on. How I keep cutting. Yeah, whatever. I love how I keep cutting. I don't cutting think anyone's watching this anymore, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I texted Nate. I texted you Nate. Know, how do we know anybody's watching? And he was like, "Nobody's watching." <laughs> you know, gold. Oh, yeah, we're like twenty five hundred members, and not one person is watched. You know, gold. Yeah. Just because just because they took me out didn't mean I couldn't hear what you were saying. <laughs> what did I say? Just when they, they take me out, out there. 
they bring me back in. So I want to I see. You can hear me. I said it so you could hear me. <laughs> All right. Magic. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah, still, can. still can't hear Majeski. I think Archie just doesn't love me. He could be cursing me right now for all I know. Is this the first and only time that Hulk Hogan and Ted DiBiase were ever in the ring together and DiBiase had a better body? Probably. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. I kind of liked Lean Hogan. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing against Hogan. I'm just asking a question. Like, to he's me, DiBiase more, looks like he's in better shape than Hulk Hogan. And, and DiBiase was always kind of like, you know, like a roly poly oly type. Yeah. <laughs> Dad bod. <laughs> yeah. Magic. These guys look me? like they're walking out of a business you, convention. <laughs> can you hear me, wait, Archie? Wait, wait, wait. wait. I guess Archie can hear you. Oh no, Magic. I can't hear Magic anymore. I still can't. Look at this. I love this, though. We quit. We're out of here. And then the ref just makes up shit. Like, oh, yeah, if you leave, you'll lose. Yeah, we're the champions. We can just leave. Not today. Not when That's Hulk Hogan's involved. <laughs> I do not. Uh, yeah, the, the finish of this match was, yeah, garbage. It was right? There is no way you can walk away from Hulk Hogan. The, the match is dookie. We lost Rocky. Did he leave us? Yeah, the lynchers got him. Uh, I can't believe magic. we've been on almost two hours and we still have quite a bit of show to go. <laughs> and I can't believe I still can't hear magic. Amazing. Archie, I love you. Oh, there we go. We're good. We're good. I heard that. You love me. All right. you too. I've only been trying to All answer right. your question for 673 minutes. <laughs> did, Rocky, did they get you? What I missed? Did the, did the half-breeds get you? <laughs> he was at the door. I told him he had the wrong address. <laughs> You missed the you missed the ultimate Hulk Was Hogan he, rule. Like, I won't buy cookies from your kind. Get off of my stoop. <laughs> Get out of my yard. Get out of my yard. <laughs> with your with your pink tank top. You guys knocking on the door. Rocky Turner? No, but you got the wrong address. But you guys know who I'm talking about, don't you? Yes, yeah, we, we know, know who exactly you're talking, who you're talking about. about. I fact, wish I'm I had gonna... a picture of him. I'd probably have that as my profile pic. I'm gonna find a picture <laughs> of him right now. I don't know what I'm Googling, but I'm Googling something. It was really ironic, but he was selling Oreo cookies. <laughs> proud at every wrestling right. event. <laughs> Half breed. I think he I think Aaron's trying to outdo me. <laughs> but you can ask I don't think I can hear Aaron. Can it, it's, it's me. In my defense, I grew up in West Virginia. I'm from West Virginia originally, so I don't come with much of a filter. You can ask Archie every single episode of the We Can't Wrestle Hockey. podcast. I have, I have to show you what I put in my Google search. What do you got to do, Nate? Popped up. Can you see that? Uh, okay, so here you go. Yeah, Rule number one. <laughs> the only way that anyone will ever beat Hulk Hogan is by cheating. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Now you're going to edit out some by here every show. <laughs> Oh, no. Guys, if, if y'all could be quiet, I'm trying to watch the greatest wrestler ever. <laughs> You're watching Ric Flair? I didn't even know he was on WrestleMania. Damn, I didn't know Ted DiBiase and Macho Man were in the ring again. I do believe Nate said he edits out something at least once episode. I one episode, I say. to hear Aaron, but I can't hear him. Magic wants a Brock Lesnar-Hogan match again. No. 
I don't want to cry, okay? Nate, talk. I want to <laughs> see if I can hear you. Can you hear me? Nope, can't hear Nate either. Wow, I'm just making all the trouble. Mm-hmm. Well, I hold on. I don't think I can hear Nate. I hear Which Nate. The problem. I don't hear Nate. I think I hear him. Nate's gone. <laughs> Nate took himself out. <laughs> oh, this is a clusterfuck. I can hear you. There he is. Now right, we can hear you. Nate, Nate, I can hear Aaron. Nate, talk. Uh, Streamyard is a bit. We're good. Right. I can hear you, Nate. Rocky. Losing subscribers. Rocky. Yo, yo, yo. How about Rocky. everybody stop for one second, and then everybody say no, something. Hold so on. Let's go. Oh. Hold on. No, hold on. Oh shit! Rocky. It's the million dollar dream, him? guys. It is the million dollar dream. No Rocky, way Hulk Hogan gets him? out of this. That's him. <laughs> I know that exactly. That I knew exactly. Yeah, I knew that. exactly who he was talking about. Fucking half breed. That's right there. That's him. <laughs> God damn it. I knew exactly who you were talking about the minute you said Don't go to sleep. Don't go to sleep. There's that double stuffed Oreo. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. We're all going to hell. We're all going to hell. Guys, all I put was in search engine, 80s wrestling fan at media. He's in every fucking picture. (laughs) I told you. Do you guys know him? We ought to get him in the group. I I got to find out his name. Hold on. I bet you he's on there. I have to he's already in the asylum right now watching us. He probably right. is. He's probably he's thinking, I'm going to kick Rock's I'm, ass for calling Rock, him out. He's <laughs> one of the door. How can I go? His name is Debra Mantoya. What? Debra Mantoya. And there you go, Gold. Lucky you. You got to see a million dollar man puts Hogan to sleep. <laughs> Put him oh, out. But just Choking. Like that. Listen to that crowd. They still love the Hulkster. Aaron, how did you find out his name? His name is Zebra Mantoya. Is that really his name? No. Oh, you had me going, man. <laughs> you really think a mixed man's name is Zebra Mantoya? <laughs> I didn't. I don't know. Yes, how, how awesome would it be to have Jimmy's jacket, though? Look at that jacket. No, Especially I would want we- that. If we took Brutus jacket. off and put in I, Macho. <laughs> or anybody but Brutus. Well, we were supposed to have Jimmy, we were supposed to have Jimmy here uh, before the, the whole COVID thing hit. Where did you go? We are hulking up, brother. We are hulking up. Oh, wait. Oh, it was a fake hulk up. Oh, fake hulk man. up. <laughs> But Booty Beef's in for the save. How sad is it that the great one of the greatest of all time has to sell for that piece of shit? <laughs> that stupid mask. Hey, don't say that. Gold's going to get mad just because Hogan had to sell that million-dollar dream. <laughs> Count it, Hebner. Count it. Fucking beefcake. <laughs> Falls over him. You know what I could never... And it's I'd still kick my own ass if I wore those pants. It pisses me off to this day. Referee gets knocked out. New referee comes in. Counts to three, but then decides to say, oh, no, wait. There's a disqualification. Why the fuck did you count three then? Why didn't you just ring the bell in the beginning when you Uh-oh. got to the ring? You saw him get knocked out. You know. All right. Archie, rule number one of 90s wrestling. Don't use yeah. logic. No, yeah. I have to. Well, Don't have let to. logic get in the way of a good story. <laughs> when I was nine, I didn't let logic rule my life. When I'm 38, I have to let logic rule my life. As much as I'll I, give, as much I'll as give I... Beefcake one thing. 
At least he was holding a tag rope. That makes him better than anybody now, I guess. Right. As do they even love, have tag ropes anymore? Yeah, they, they do, but nobody uses more. them. Oh. Um, oh, oh, here's the hot game. tag. As the best as hot tag in the business, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. As much as I, as much, as much as I love, oh, find me, I love it. Boom, the big right hand. Brutus is going crazy. Oh, here it comes. It's the butt drop. And it's <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Why do you say the atomic drop is probably my least favorite move? Yeah, big all time. Why are you attacking your opponent's ass? Like. What is that going to get you? If you're going to do an atomic drop, just drop them on the back of their heads. Um, oh, what a little back hit. <laughs> did you say, oh, why God. are you tapping your opponent's ass? Why are you attacking your opponent's ass? I thought you said, why do? are you tapping no, your opponent's no. ass? No, like, ask Pat no. Patterson, he'll tell you. No, you said no. Can everybody hear me all right? Check that, check. No, you're good. You're good. So are you guys, guys can... watching us and the wrestling match or both? Yes. Or one or the other? Both. I got it up on my phone. Yeah, I have it on my phone too. Well, but have my you guys phone. on this side of the screen, the show on this side of my screen. Yeah, I need to took do me, that. Took me a few hours to figure it out. Guys, can we go ahead and award Rocky the Jim Cornette of the Night Award? <laughs> I mean, it's only fair. All right, guys, so back to WrestleMania 9. Let Obviously, me get my tennis racket. The only way you can stop Brutus the Barber Beefcake is by cheating with a foreign object. Otherwise, he, the he runs in through. The knee. That or trying to take off his mask. Yes. Oh, yeah. Which he never used again a day after that. Look at that. <laughs> Who cares about your stupid mask? <laughs> Who cares about your stupid everything, Brutus Beefcake? Yeah, it's, he looks like a half-peeled Slim Jim. <laughs> The best beefcake story is when they thought there was anthrax in the subway, and he had to be like, "No, no, sorry, that that was that was my cocaine, cocaine. That was that was a real thing." Like <laughs> he was at work and he was working in the subway, and they found a white substance, and they thought it was anthrax. And Ed Leslie, after they started bringing in fucking law enforcement. I was like, yeah, shit just got real. Okay, it was Michael Caine. I'm sorry. No, I, I really look at this. Stuff. I, I had I love French, this. French toast for breakfast, <laughs> <laughs> and they were all like, "Bullshit! You can't afford French toast. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even afford cinnamon toast crunch, bitch. <laughs> Get back in the booth." Weren't you, the, weren't you the fucking Zodiac? Yeah. Get back in the booth and do your job, Leslie. <laughs> You're on Hogan. Oh, my God. Move the damn train. Big double clothesline. <laughs> Aaron, did I hear you complaining about the man with no name while I was out of the video? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking gimmick never. That it actually is a name? <laughs> yeah. It's a fucking they name. You got him. Okay. Now explain something to me it's though. Who was, in. who was in oh, creative? The ref just ate it. Who, who was in creative going, look, Brutus, we don't really have anything for you, but we still want to use you. You're gonna have a man Sullivan. with no name. Kevin Sullivan. No, Kevin Sullivan. We have nothing for yeah. you, Brutus. Sullivan walked in and was like, no, brother. No, brother. He's gonna be the man with no name. <laughs> we were gonna call you the man. Well, yeah. We were gonna call you the man with no talent. 
But we thought that hit it too much on the head, so we're just going to call you the man with no name. You know, we're going to call you the big booty daddy. Nate. The hey, next show, he was probably next, okay with that as long as his name was on the paycheck. The next show that we do, I'd like to debunk the, the Dungeon of Doom if we could. Yeah, let's do it. Dungeon of Doom. Because that, that, that holds a... That hold up. Oh, um, oh, Ted, you hit him right into the tag. Bad move. You I mean, missed when, it. You, when you think about it, after they re brought Brutus back as the oh, booty man, in the nuts. Hogan said that Brutus was always a spy in the Dungeon of Doom. But if I recall, Brutus was the beginning of the Dungeon of Doom. Yes. So how could you be spying in your own? And the whole thing, the whole That's a 12 count. The whole the whole thing was a train wreck anyway because right. the only reason it even was existed one. was for Kevin Sullivan Jimmy. to stoke oh, Hogan to keep him happy. Jimmy, pull him over! Come on, you know, oh, look like at, look at. like dressed like Beetlejuice. Brutus automatically knew that Kevin Sullivan was going to take over the group and bring in all those guys. Like, really, <laughs> made no sense. Ridiculous! <laughs> this stupid little circus midget's going to try to end Hulkamania. I know right. it. Andre the Giant couldn't stop Hulkamania, but Kevin Sullivan will. Here comes Danny Davis. Davis, Danny Davis. How about supposed to be a a ref anymore? I love Bobby the Brain going. Wait, that doesn't count. That doesn't get like everyone is like. Oh, that's a good win. (laughs) And then you got Macho Man. I'm not sure about this. (laughs) DQ. Nobody, nobody's sure about this, Randy. I'm an announcer. Yeah. This is a stupid finish. I would have loved for the finish to have been Randy Savage jumping into the ring and just beating the shit out of Hogan for no one. <laughs> that would have been fucking great. Hogan, yes, and then, and, then, and then to make it even better, Hogan leaves to WCW the next day, so there's even more of no explanation. And then Macho Man runs in and beats his ass in WCW too. Right, right. <laughs> it's just a vicious cycle. <laughs> Double net cell. It's just a, vi- a vicious cycle of Macho Man beating the shit out of Hogan. Every I'm here, digging. Yeah. You thought you were going to get away from me, brother. And that fan is in the crowd. I'm here, too. <laughs> yeah. Look, Rocky, so I'm guys, here. Wait, wait. Wait. How come, let's see if anyone knows, how come they can only make Danny Davis figures and no other referee right now? That's a good question. I have no idea. Yeah, why? Because Dan Davis is actually considered talent as a wrestler, not a referee. So he's under a legends deal as a wrestler. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Where referees were all, they're all actual employees and not just contractors. Well, we'll see. We'll see if you guys get this insight to get this joke or not. And if they made a Hebner. The Hebners would just make a bootleg version and sell it out of their trunk. Right. So. Right. They'd be selling bootleg versions. But I mean, all right, I, like Magic, I agree with you. That's a great point as to why they're not making them. But you mean to tell me if they would have went to like Mike Chioda or Charles Robbins, they're like, dude, we want to make a wrestler of you. They would have been like, oh, no, I'm not getting paid enough. You know what, Charles said, As long as you don't put me in this two-pack again like right. this. Right. That will be fine. Right. <laughs> Put me with us as a dummy. Thank you. He looks, he looks. He looks like he's been pantsed by a bully. <laughs> I mean, that's all point. He's a wrestling dummy. That, that's that's um, Charles Robinson. I'm 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 gonna be honest. It looks like a really bad sex doll. It doesn't look like a wrestling <laughs> dummy. 
Hey, Kenny Omega would wrestle that. He would. That's what they call it. It's a rip-apart training dummy. But yet it's Charles Robinson. It's Charles Robinson. <laughs> like if they I'm surprised, Brutus, I'm surprised Brutus didn't give Hogan a handy right in the middle of the ring. Right. Thank you for <laughs> one last payday, best thing. The yeah. best thing is as Hogan's posing and dancing, Brutus is applauding him and watching him. Yeah. Yes. He's very yes. awkward. God, I love you. Magic loves anything. Hogan come out and go, brother, I'm going to take a dump in the ring. And Magic's like, yay, Hogan. Yeah. He's hey, like, I'm on the toilet, brother. As far as I'm concerned, all this trash represents you fans. Yeah. <laughs> The New World Organization, brother. And you're like, no, it's the New World Organization. You said it wrong. <laughs> you, you, you know Hole and That Axe was a great like, day. You know Hole and Axe were like, we got to get rid of this fucking guy as quickly as possible after he did that. Well, they didn't, I did, did they have an official name at that point yet, though? I don't think they did. Yeah, well, he said, he said New World Order at the pay-per-view. Yeah, and he said organization. And then the following night on, on on Monday Night Nitro, he goes the New World Organization. So no, he said it during that promo. He called it the New World Organization. Yeah, oh, I he thought did. he said it during the pay per view. He's. I thought he said he New said World Order. He said it during the Bash It promo. He said organization too. Wow. He said both. Yeah. So you I know, like to say that was then, yeah. that was a great day. That was. You a didn't very know good day. when you first watched it because you didn't know it was going to be the New World Order, right? right. Yeah. So, right. but as you got older, you're like. Yeah. You cringe, and what we call this, folks, in the business is called the time killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, Rocky, can you hear me? Yep. Okay. I I <clears throat> I don't know why, but you said a Hogan, you know, Beefcake Hogan hand job, and I just thought Handy Mania is running wild. So I just <laughs> want to give you credit for that. Uh-oh. Handy Mania is running Uh-oh, wild. They left their briefcase. <laughs> uh oh, what's in it? <laughs> Dildos. It's, it's, nope. it's, it's Brutus's career. <laughs> Brutus is like, please be my payday. Yeah. Pay Would have been What's funny the if there was a jelly rod or something in there. There's a sandwich and 25 bucks Brutus taking and go. <laughs> yeah, he just pocketed the no. sandwich. I didn't see him take the money. <laughs> it's, Brut- it's Brutus's French What? Dose. There's a brick? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, phone fell over. my phone fell over how hard I'm laughing <laughs> he should have saved it for uh, future knee surgery yeah he could have used that hey John yes sir <laughs> I love the what it's a brick <laughs> <laughs> guys I'm, I'm reliving this as, as in my childhood <laughs> I thought about I thought about Brad Pitt. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Oh my god, there's a brick in there. No wonder he's a face mask. Who wants a single? I had to go take a beefcake and wipe my Brutus. Oh, you had to deliver some booty beef? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was taking a shit in a bucket. Oh, singles, okay. singles, singles. <laughs> that was WWF Petty Cash at Million Dollar Man Carried Around, too. Supposedly, Petty Cash. Then they had a lot of Petty Cash back then. Oh, they did. Anita Cole. Anita Cole. Natalie. Natalie Cole. 
Natalie yeah. Cole. I'm like, who the hell is Anita Cole? Cole? I don't know. Who's this guy? <laughs> who the fuck is Anita Cole? <laughs> might be, uh... How you doing? It might be Michael Cole's sister. Have you met my son, Vince Russo? <laughs> <laughs> that guy's Bro, probably in prison. He's probably in prison. <laughs> Whoever he is. Did we ever find <laughs> out who, what his name was? It's like He's got pointy eyebrows. I don't trust that. I guarantee this guy embezzled money. Whoever he is. <laughs> it's like John Gotti. <laughs> Listen here, Pettengill. I know where the bodies are buried, yo. <laughs> There's two pays about to blow off. Fuck. And then a couple weeks later, UWF comes to. <laughs> Gold, did you watch that behind you? I did. I watched the Ridge party last night. Yeah, it was actually pretty damn good. I didn't know Herb Abrams was that big of a party animal. I didn't know that he was How naked. How did you not know? I was used to that. <laughs> no, because People I watched... like, when you walked in and he was naked, you're just like, man, that's Herb. Right, it's Herb. <laughs> See, bring there he is. Yeah, there's the Absolutely best ever. Perfect. Seeing Bree, B. Brian Blair be like, oh, well, it's Herb. I mean, he was naked. It was no big deal. I'm like, really? Watching that one guy, he's like, the worst thing that Herb ever did was die. <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> other than not people at all. I'm... The worst thing. The worst thing. Like, what? The worst thing Brutus Beefcake ever did was live. <laughs> 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 David, you I... say you love Jack You're about to get him. <laughs> what I miss? The best. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky's like what I miss. <laughs> we are looking. We are looking at the best natural bell-to-bell in-ring wrestler of all time, Kurt Henning, right now. Absolutely. And in case you didn't know. In case Maybe you not didn't know. Yeah. This is where he flubs the promo, too, and he laughs at himself. He's like, yeah. I know I am. He tried to say, I'm Mr. Perfect, and I'm going to fight that extra Ramon. That would have been a good match. You know, you know what? Uh, you say that about Perfect, and this is what I will say. For someone whose character was based around how Perfect uh, that statue is a better is, worker than Beefcake, by the way. He, Mr. Perfect is the least selfish wrestler mm. in the ring of all time. Yes. He is yes. willing – I mean, watch how hard he works to put over his opponents. The, the only two guys I will say are better salesmen in the Look ring. Look at that one on the left. Holy maybe, shit. Maybe not better. <laughs> wow. Maybe not better, but the only guys – I know I Lex's is, peck on the left looks – oh, yeah, yeah, her. Man, the only guy I would put the only guys I would put in his atmosphere as far as selling magic are uh, Shawn Michaels and Ricky Morton. Oh, you know I, I agree. Um, and Ricky is a hell of a seller, but the difference yeah, but, I see between him but, and Perfect but, but. is Perfect works to make his opponent look amazing. And yes. that's a hard way to get over. Or Ricky is awesome about making it look like it hurts, making it look like he's in pain. But Perfect mm-hmm. takes it an extra step where he makes his opponent look 
whatever the move is, you know, a punch, he makes it look like it's a finishing move. I mean, he's just perfect. So, so great. Yes, um, for sure. For sure. I'll, I'll give you the, the Ricky Morgan thing. Somebody else you guys should add to the list is um, Rick Steamboat. He was a hell of a, he, he sold fantastic as well. I agree. I agree 100%. Like I even, I've read that that steam, and I've even heard him talk about it. Steamboat. Hold on, I'm sorry. I'm just oh man, I'm out of Cisco right I'm now. Sorry, what? But um, <laughs> um Aaron, motorboat with someone. <laughs> hey, Aaron. I have that. Now this why, yeah. this gimmick why did is you part get, of the gimmick I love. This why did you awesome. get the Crispin Wall vibrator? Huh? Why, why wouldn't you get the Crispin Wall vibrator? Would, why did you get the Crispin? It's been wall vibrator. It was why wouldn't he? Be, yeah, because the girl because the girls call it the crippler. <laughs> I heard I heard the girl the girls call it the killer. Oh, well, too, too soon, Archie. Too soon. Okay. So wait a minute. Rocky can say half breed. I can't make fun of Chris. <laughs> oh, Archie, you can't say that. You gotta wait another ten years. Nobody said he could say it. He just did. <laughs> he just <laughs> did. How are you, buddy? Archie, how could you? Lex definitely <laughs> looks like a million dollars here. Who in their right mind would ever say? Many Rick is offended. If you saw Lex Luger now, that's the same man. Woo. Look oh, at that. Miss Elizabeth Killer? The only thing the same size on him is his head. <laughs> man. <laughs> that was mean, I know. The stair- he killed Miss Elizabeth. It's not mean. All right, there you go. Thank you, Archie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Every time we go to like this, how am I not the most offensive person on this phone call? <laughs> now, the only thing that doesn't look right about this is he needs Bobby right behind him. Yeah. Bobby was well, still trying Bobby, to get over, Bobby, getting over to camp, off the camera. Bobby stopped. The face didn't work for me. Bobby stopped managing because of his neck. He didn't want to. He he figured if he couldn't go out and bump for his guy and stuff like that, then mm-hmm. he didn't. They he wouldn't do it at all, and they wouldn't help him get the surgery. That's why he never. That's why he had to wait until he went to WCW to get it. Right. Yeah. That was the one thing that Vince fucked Bobby over on. And then he, every time Bobby was ready to go get it, well, I need you with uh, Ric Flair. Like really. <laughs> I'm going to get my surgery now. Travel with right. Paul. He acted like Ric Flair so badly needed a mouthpiece. I mean, granted, Bobby this is was also great, great, but... this is also the only one of two times that Lex Luger was, you know, entertaining. The narcissist gimmick was cool, and Lex Luger from like '89 to '91 was entertaining. Anything else he ever did, fucking sucked. And these two have a good match, by the way. Like I was, never, I was never really a Luger fan. Luger's like the Forrest Gump of professional wrestling. Yeah, it was just kind of he had the look, but not the. Don't let Buck hear you still. say that. Well, I know, Buck, I know. I, I don't have nothing against him. It's just that I wasn't a, I wasn't Buck a big is, fan. Is really close to Luger. Really, really I didn't know that. Well, yeah. I, I'll let him hear me say it. Lex Luger's the Forrest Gump of professional wrestling. No, you're fine. He's not going to hate on you for that. I'm. Just, I was just joking. No. I know. I'm just saying he's Vince screwed him, but Brett screwed Brett. And Lex killed. Reading Liz. what comments people are saying. 
Guys, I know it's very on in this though, or very early on, and I know it's perfect, but Lex is actually working pretty decent so far. No, that's what I'm saying. Like Luger was good when he was in there with somebody that that could carry him along. Like I guess it's oh, been so long. I hated the whole narcissist gimmick, though. I hated it. So that, that's my opinion. I liked the narcissist gimmick. Hate it. Here's why the narcissist gimmick was so good. Luger didn't have to talk. When he talked, he ruined his whole image. Good. Yeah. Who was you, Nathan? We can see the picture. I think trademark NB Nathan Peppel. Okay. I don't know who Nathan Peppel is, but that's cool. Nathan that's... Peppel is one of the best people on our. He's one of my boys. He's uh. Okay. Admin well, in the uh, nerd closet. Nice to meet you, Nathan Peppel. Rocky, he was. He, we all knew him before you admitted him in the nerd closet. Don't act like you just known because of the nerd closet. No, I'm just kidding, Rocky. <laughs> it's Pep. By the I way, call, I call him Nathan People. <laughs> my autocorrect always makes it Nathan People, and I'm like, who the hell's Nathan? Yeah, mine does that. We're just ordinary people. <laughs> Can we not chat either? Or we just we can't. We Damn. can't chat at all. It's a stupid feature. I wish they had a feature where we could chat. That'd be cool. Love you, Pep, for watching WrestleMania 9. Or as David Gold calls it, the second worst WrestleMania ever. Yeah, it still <laughs> is. They're not going to change my mind on it. I'll agree with some facets of it are good, and some parts are good. And like I said, there are like 100 worst pay-per-views in general. This is just the second worst WrestleMania. Where did Nate go? Uh, to get more beer, probably, or oh, to God. pee, either probably both, probably to pee probably and both. beer. Well, if he's he does need more beer, exactly. See, Nathan Peppel agrees. Cool venue. I mean, it looks cool. Oh, I love this. Aesthetically, oh, yeah. aesthetically, it's it's amazing. <laughs> God, I love perfect. Perfect, so, so good. So, Magic, let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. Hogan leaves. Gotcha. And they're grooming Lex Luger to be the new Hogan with his whole Lex Express experiment. Gotcha. Did he fail the gimmick or did the WWE fail him in not letting him get over more? I would say it's Lex. Okay. Yeah. And and I'm not – like Lex, Lex had a spot in wrestling. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying right. he shouldn't have been a wrestler. He's just – he's not the main man. You know, that's just not him. Right. And plus <laughs> – Oh, I didn't mean to interrupt. Sorry. Well, I was going to say, just like you said earlier, when you find something, and I, and I guess you could say that's a little on WWF because they put him in that role. Right. The narcissist was perfect. Just like you said, he didn't have to talk. Right. All he had to do was flex. He had to be it a good ass. Look how pretty I am. You all. Right. So, so I'll give you that. I will say, I'll say it's a little bit of both. I know that's an easy way out, but Lex Luger didn't need to be in that point are in that place, but ultimately it's up to a talent to get themselves over. No matter I agree. And that, and I that's agree. what I'd say. That's what I'd say on, um, you know, I can understand why some promoter would be like, you know, I have this Hulk Hogan guy, he's this, this, and this, and now he's worn off. And now somebody that looks like Lex Luger comes in here like, holy shit, this guy honestly build wise looks better than hulk hogan did you know right but where hogan gets not enough credit is the fact that actually honestly hogan wasn't a bad wrestler okay um hogan 
is we were talking about like Ricky Morton and Steamboat and all them. Hogan was a hell of a fucking seller. One hundred percent. Right. Like Hogan, Hogan does not get Hulk Hogan doesn't get enough credit for being as good of a wrestler as he actually was. He could cut a damn good promo, and that's where yeah. Lex was was not was not good at. If but they like, brought like, Lex in with either Bobby Heenan or if they brought Lex in with like a, <clears throat> a storyline where the Million Dollar Man's going after Hogan and he brings Luger in as one of right. his disciples. Like Luger was the narcissist. I would have loved it. Well, I mean, you you guys mentioned eighty nine to ninety one for Luger and WCW. He was with Harley Race again, another great manager. If they would have kept him with somebody like Harley Race, Bobby Heenan, or Million Dollar Man, Luger might have been a million bucks and been a world champion for years to come. Yeah, because he would have been Hogan's nemesis, right? You know, when Luger is the face, is nowhere near the town. No. No, when and they that shows. and put him against Yokozuna is when they screwed him up. Right. Because people were like, oh, it's basically just a knockoff Hogan. It's the great value Hogan, you know? Right. So they put him on that stupid fucking bus. Right. When, when you bus think about all of, of all the flag carriers, and I mean the big guys at the time, and it, it's the exact same way. Why was Hogan so huge? For three things. One, he could sell. He's – and I've I've uh, seen parts of professional wrestling clinics from a lot of different people, and when they're talking about selling, still to this day, they tell you to go back and watch some Hogan video. Right. Um, the second thing uh, is charisma. Hogan had so much charisma, especially for the '80s and all that over-the-top stuff. So um, now the reason I bring that up is if you look at any flag barrier, whether heel or face. They all had amazing charisma. I mean, yes. name any good one. Ric Flair, Sting, Hogan, even today's guys, all of them full of charisma. Lex just didn't have that. No, you're absolutely right. He tried. He, he did have a good fire up when, you know, he could, ah, and he could flex real quick. But that was like, that was the right. extent of it. But unless he was in the ring with a guy like Perfect or Sting, he fell flat on his face too. And the torture rack was dick. That was a dick finish. That was a horrible well, finish. All right, he beat, rack was stupid. They, they put him against Hogan when Hogan was at what the height of the What about the forearm? The forearm made no sense. Well, that was fine because he had a metal plate in there. Well, yeah, all right, but hold good. on. He didn't I'm, use I'm, it anymore. <laughs> the, the match itself here, did you guys see that amazing sunset flip that Kurt Henning did? Yep. That Guys, I won't lie. Is a, I'm sitting here watching. It's a pretty good match in my opinion. It, it is. This is a good match. It's a perfect oh, this match. Is a good Meltzer. Meltzer gave it one and a quarter. No, Wait a minute. Did you just say that Meltzer gave this one and a quarter stars? One and a quarter. Um, so we've established tonight that Vince Rousseau and Dave Meltzer are fucking idiots. Right. <laughs> I mean... In my opinion, right. and I'm sure it's perfect. I'm sure the majority of it's because perfect, but it's not a bad match by any means. It's no, it's bad. not. It's not, but I think the reason it got the rating that it got was is that a lot of people weren't going for what Luger was throwing out there, and they didn't like Henning as a, a face. Yeah, but that's the problem. You guys were having I could, I could tell. I could tell I came into the back end of a conversation about Luger uh, when I came back, but 
one thing that I wanted to bring up is I always thought that you look at the okay when Luger left the WWF in '95, I think that his career could have been saved. His WWF career could have been saved if after the Made in the USA Luger run was over, instead of teaming him up with Bulldog and putting him in that ridiculous tag team, if they would have put him back in his lime green or red tights and just let him go back to being heel Lex Luger and have him work a program. Right, let him be the total package. Yes. Him and Bret Hart, I think, could have done big business. I'll say this. Luger Luger, Luger would have had that animosity where, you know... To play on it, Nate, Nate, to play on it, it's like he should have been it. He should have been the guy that sold out to Ted DiBiase. Yeah, yeah. Like, like to me, the best thing would have been like through the whole thing, like like through the whole thing. Tatanka was like, "Did you sell out? Did you sell out?" And he's like, "No, no, no, I didn't." And then at SummerSlam, he should have just been like, "Yeah, it was me the whole time. I was just lying to this guy." Yeah, you give him a piece like DiBiase, Luger. Right. In- over as a heel instantly because right. everyone hates Ted, right? I, I just never understood how okay, they him and Brett go over the top rope for the Royal Rumble, they're co Royal Rumble champions. Luger gets screwed by Mr. Perfect at WrestleMania 10. Brett wins the title, Brett redefends against Yonko and wins the, and, and retains the title. Why was Lex no longer in the title picture? Because Vince realized that Luger. No, I know that. I know that. But see what you just said. Look at the perfect storyline there. Okay, you didn't take me seriously when I was the narcissist. You didn't take me seriously when I was kissing your babies and smacking your hands. Now your beloved Bret Hart has the title. Well, guess what? Oh, flying forearms. Now I'm going to kiss you. Now I'm going to kiss your hands and slap your babies. Right. <laughs> and he would have been like the perfect guy to put that. He would have been the perfect guy if you would have put him in the million dollar corporation. Right. He would have been the perfect guy to put that fucking million dollar belt on. Yep. Yep. Agreed. I agree a thousand percent. And I believe he should have been brought in with the million dollar man. And so this is this is Lex Perfect. This is where he needs to be. Being an no, asshole. Being an asshole, exactly. And not his, talking that much. Yeah, he doesn't have to. Put your foot on him after you knocked him. You you took a cheap shot and flex your muscles how awesome you are. Right. You just walk away and make all the crowd hate you and cuss you and everything else. And now we're anybody who had a WCW following with Luger, you know. Also, on top of that, under you know, didn't take him seriously as this gimmick. That's why Vince changed him over to the Made in America bullshit. You know, they were like, "Oh, Luger was a, a, such a huge babyface before this," and comes. But he really this- wasn't yeah. when he left. When he left WCW and came to the WWF, he was yeah. leaving Harley Race. Yeah, but he wasn't like heel heel. He was like neutral. No, you know? he was. He just got done beating yeah. the shit out of Sting. Yeah, but people didn't still though. It was it, he, Vince should have done it. I put him with Ted, and he would have had super heat more That's than he had. That's what I'm there. saying. That's what I'm saying. He would have had him in, Look, had they made it that Mister Perfect was an active wrestler, and you would have here's had one Flair. of the twenty set. Here's one of the twenty seven times they tried to start a Shawn Michaels Mister Perfect. <laughs> right, like that never. That never got off the ground with these guys. But if Mr. Perfect would have been active, Ric Flair was just coming in, right? And here, or and here's Lex Luger, because if you remember, that's what Bobby used to say. 
If one of the ones on the left don't get you, the one on the right will. Now you've got three of the best in the world. You throw a Scott Hall as Razor Ramon with them, you've got a four horseman in WWF, and you don't got to call him that. You know? Guys, as being a fellow Texan, though, I'd like y'all all to notice how Texan Shawn Michaels is here in the backstage. With his, with his <laughs> jeans tucked into his boots. And, yeah. <laughs> He's from San Antonio. Heck I yeah. Red Playgirls. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, my phone. I'm getting an incoming call. I'll be right back. Oh, Vince is calling Archie again. Oh, no. <laughs> Shut down that We Can't Wrestle Asylum shit, pal. God damn it. Oh, here's a good Macho Man and the brain getting into it. What a waste of Macho Man's talent, man. Vince is like, I'm totally going to put him as a commentator. He's too old. I, to- I totally agree. He... He should have now. See, you, 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 and I actually agree on something, David. In this, that I know you say that you think the main event of this pay per view should have been Brett and Savage. Yep. I always, I, I always thought we agree on the show. We agree on the match, but we don't agree, agree on the show. <laughs> I guess or or hindsight, because I remember back then in '94 thinking Brett and Savage would have been a great main event for WrestleMania 10 in Madison Square Garden. That would have been great, too. Or they, my thought process is instead of Yoko and Brett two years in a row, I would have taken Macho and Brett two years in a row. The mm-hmm. first year, Macho wins. Second year, Brett gets his belt finally. Macho puts over the new guy. That's what I thought should have happened. And I I totally agree with you on that. I think that would have been a great series. And, I mean, Yoko could have been an IC champ, or Yoko could have been that heel that maybe had a couple opportunities at the belt, or maybe feuded with Taker like he did. That's fine. But I don't feel like he should have held that belt. All right, guys. Guys, quiet. It's the best match on the card. you got to be kidding me. All right. And and here we go with the second of my three (laughs) – this is this is just oh god and you know what i love his Taker outfit tries taker tries he the really biggest tries. onesie in the history of the world yep i feel Dude, so bad to... i mean I it. he's like, blowing up walking into the ring he's in that he biggest i feel so, I feel so bad for taker from 92 to 95 cuz they just threw every garbage fucking Archie wants back in, but this guy, this poor human being has to be in this fucking onesie in this heat, in this <laughs> Vegas heat. And he was super over at El Gigante. I'm just saying, like, the fans loved him. And, he and wasn't, fucking... He wasn't total shit on Velcro either. In but yes, he like, yes, he yes, he was. Yes, he was. Wait a minute. What? Wait a minute. He wasn't shit in WCW? No, not like he was here. No. He was dressed like a Power Ranger. I don't care what you say. He was way better than in WCW. Archie, Archie, I agree with you. That's one me and Gold agree on. I think he was was never, never anything. Yeah, I don't think he was that great. He was great. I said he was better in WCW. I never the man is, David, the man is showing his ass on national television. Now, this I love. Look, look at him with the like the vulture. This I love. This is yeah. I mean, look at the pop he gets in um, some of his matches in WCW, and then look at the shit they put him in in WWF. Uh, I never. Just, and here's where I'll agree. Doesn't matter. Here's where I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with David. 
I don't necessarily. He was used better in WCW because if That's you notice, in WC- yes, in WCW they surrounded him with others, like they put him with Sting and Junkyard right. Dog, and they saying. didn't ever. Yeah, they didn't ever put him out there by himself like this. And they had right. him work. But, they had him. They had him work with like Ric Flair and Arn Anderson. And yeah. and and, I, and I'm not saying the Undertaker isn't a great worker, but the Undertaker isn't going to go out there and fucking take a bump off the top rope. It, it, it like when he worked with Flair, it looked great because this guy's like seven foot fucking nine, and he's throwing Flair off the no, top I, rope. I do agree with you guys, yes, but... So El Gigante is better than Giant Gonzalez. I never said he was great or... or no, 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 I agree. I understand what you're saying. Look at the pops he got when he went in the ring against the heels. He, the fans liked him. But in WWE, right. it was, it's garbage. The whole thing. But he was only brought in to be slaughtered by The Undertaker. He was I never going to be able to... Yeah, you know what I mean? Look, 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 you can see his mangina. Yeah, you can't see <laughs> you know, in a fucking onesie looking like a leper. Listen, listen guys. Hey, guys. Hey, wait a minute. Two, 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 two big stories coming out of WrestleMania 9. <laughs> Giant Gonzalez. <laughs> Giant Gonzalez has a really hairy butt crack and no penis. <laughs> there you go. That's, That's terrible. If guys, if you freeze frame on his ass, he was Caitlyn Jenner before Caitlyn Jenner was no. A- Guys, if you freeze again, I would like to comment that all comments are not exactly the ideas, views of the podcast that you are listening to. (laughs) If you, guys, if you go back and freeze frame on his ass, it's the Triple H symbol. Why are you freeze framing on his ass? No, if you look at the giant Gonzalez's ass, it's the. He wants something for the tub later. Well, here. One thing I love is look how small Taker looks. Right, and he's not really that small. Giant Gonzalez only has him by a head. If you, if you look, he's right. Giant not... Gonzalez's head. Which one are you looking at, buddy? I don't know. I'm not quite <laughs> sure. Everybody have a mullet back then. Everybody had a mullet back then. Yes. Jeez, mullet mania. Rocky, did you have a mullet back then? Be honest. Uh, negative. Negative. Okay. I think I had my head shaved pretty much for sports. Guys, he a... sold so bad. He's literally selling here's the one spot I think that's cool. This is the one spot I like in this. It's the, on the ropes because he's finally high enough. <laughs> Look at Magic trying to make the best. Magic's like the best announcer making it, making like gold out of shit. Like, oh, look at that top rope maneuver. Here it comes. Oh, he's choking him out with the chloroform. Oh, it stinks in here. <laughs> Did he just hit him, like, low? They should have made this a triple threat match and brought the great Kali out. <laughs> this does, this does uh, give me my fond memories of my classic Jacks with real fur variant. of. Oh, that's a sexy <laughs> figure. You but should I probably sell that. I can name at least 12 Hasbro's that should have never been made, and they should have made other Hasbro's. This is one of them. them. So you mean Giant Gonzalez, Repo Man? um, I would have rather had a Harvey Whippleman Hasbro than Giant Gonzalez. 90% of Series 11, gone. Would have never made them. Magic. Yes. Did did the fur on that figure stink like Stinkor from the... Well, it's still MOC, so I can't tell you. What about the real fur on George Animal? Right. Right. That was actual fur. 
That was actually his hair from someone, his back. Someone explained to me when the Giant Gonzalez debuted at the Royal Rumble, there was fur on his outfit. Who said this is no good? We got to change it to just being a onesie. Yeah, good, good call. <laughs> you know? Probably take. We Probably want you comfortable. We want like, you comfortable. Right. I got backstage and said, you need to give me better matches next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck, give me Mark Henry. Taker, Mark Henry yeah. doesn't work yeah. here yet. Oh. Shit. Having this, having this match actually wasn't that bad. That's what I'm saying. Having this, having have, this y'all, have y'all ever heard Bruce Pritchard talk about this these couple years of WrestleMania as an undertaker? No, he, he's basically like, he's like, he'll tr- he'll make up some crap how it was good, and then he'll be quiet, and then he'll be like, "Yeah, Taker should hate me." This <laughs> <laughs> is backstage. That's a five star match. <laughs> it's such good shit. Everything I jump rope, claw form. <laughs> it's such good shit. Now it's <laughs> I hated this whole storyline. It yeah, made no she- sense. Yes. I just saw your Bray Wyatt message to me, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> a little bit ago, a little bit ago, when Archie was out of the stream, he sent me a message that said, "Let me in." Let me in. <laughs> <laughs> this made no sense because before this, the Undertaker had no dealings with Harvey Wimpleman. So why was Harvey Wimpleman looking to destroy the Undertaker? Yeah. It was, I don't know. Maybe he called him a midget you know, or something. Like, okay, he beat Kamala before this, so I could have seen it, seen it being like uh, uh, Kamala's handler or Slick or someone even, who had a deal. You know what I mean? <laughs> he even messed up throwing the guy out of the ring. Are you sure we're live in in, in, in all three groups? <laughs> yes, we are. Live. I've never seen a stream in Asylum where we at least get more than one person commenting. Well, there's that's cheap heat going on. Well, that's close an hour ago. Yeah. Um, Steve Morand is uh, live in the GWC. Which is um, fine, but I've never still... No, I'm not making fun comments. of anybody. I'm not saying it. I'm just saying there's so much going on right now at 12.43 a.m. You know. Oh, I've seen it through the We Can't Wrestle podcast. How about that, though? Are you sure we're live in the asylum, Nate? We're live on both YouTube. <coughs> okay, are we live in the asylum right now too? Though we're not, we're not live in any of the Facebook groups now. Okay, I think the FTC just called my house and left a message. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why we don't have any comments. I'm sitting like, damn, are we that? No one fucking like us anymore. <laughs> no, well, like that us. is that is correct. No one likes us, but we knew that before this ever started. No one likes. <laughs> No one I'm likes. Like, oh, really? no I can go on to sit here and my, I'm going to do a glory hole, and I got my, 21 viewers. You know. Well, my <laughs> my goal, my ultimate goal here was to get people into the YouTube, so that's why I didn't put it in the Facebook groups because you know YouTube exclusive things will get us. Well, to that's YouTube. why we're not getting any comments. You didn't put this on Facebook? No, it's not why, on fucking Facebook. <laughs> Jesus why, Christ, Nate! No, 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 hold on. No, 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 no. He told us if he wanted goal, to go to YouTube. If my goal is to build YouTube views because right. YouTube pays and Facebook doesn't, why wouldn't I just put it in YouTube? As a business? If nobody's watching us on YouTube. There are people watching on YouTube. They're just not commenting. However, I posted that we were on YouTube in both Facebook groups. He don't did. question me. Don't question me, Aaron. 
Uh oh, here it comes. It's oh, not him. It's I will question whatever I want to question. I thought he, we he, just, uh -oh. he just threw him May's underwear. Oh, oh, oh. oh this will do anybody in. He lied in asylum and no one was commenting. And I'm like, That's no, no. Next time, next, next time I'll do the Facebook groups if you guys want to. But yeah, I did I, I did this exclusive in YouTube to try to get you. Oh my God, what does he do? He, there's something on that rag. Since there we've kind of been on that that rag. Rag. That's May Young. That's May Young's underwear. He's got used toilet paper. Harvey Wimpleman gave him some underwear and told him to cover up. Go ahead, David. I didn't hear you. Can you, since we at least have maybe like, what, 30, 40 minutes left, can we put the last little bit in the group? Is that possible? Or is it too late now? Yes. No, no, I can. Now, shouldn't this maybe. have been an ultimate disqualification? It was a disqualification. Did, so the match ended as a disqualification? Yeah. Undertaker won by DQ, yeah. Right. I remember Undertaker winning straight out. I don't I didn't remember it being And they're like the winner of the matches, you know. The people were like oh, right. all up in arms and shit. You know, when you, you look back at the streak, like half of it was pretty shit, the guys he beat. Or how he won. Well you had Jake and King Kong now Bobby live in every play. on every page. If they would have we, told me, we are now live in every page on every group. Wait a minute, are we are we even yep. live in the era? Because I got to leave then. All right, all right, all right. No, all right. fuck. Sorry. No. Whoever told uh, him that that was going to look great on him should have been shot. You're right, but that was probably Vince. He looks great as Tarzan. He's Tarzan. No, that was. That was whoever thought it was a good idea for everybody to wear togas was another bad idea. And you got an airbrush tape. You got to wear this. All right, guys. So here, here's another Meltzer for you. That got the same rating as Lex Luger and Perfect. Bull You're lying. Crap. You're lying. One and a quarter stars. Same rating. Fuck the Meltzer. So no, now no, we have, there's little Jack Down with his mullet. Now that we are in the Facebook groups, we have like a thousand people live. Check out our YouTube really? pages. Guys, yes. the, the Asylum that We Can't Wrestle podcast. Check out our YouTube pages so you can see the full versions. Look at them fucking chase up here. <laughs> of these YouTube shows. But welcome yeah. to everybody that's joining us on Facebook for WrestleMania 9. We've been so nice to see you guys like two and a half hours ago. <laughs> on YouTube. When I asked to come to YouTube. I love how Aaron busts his balls and Nate like tries to twist it around. It's hilarious. <laughs> Brotherly love. We're brother. We're happy. We've been, happy going. We're We've been doing Don't... this rigmarole for 38 years. <laughs> There's the other Hebner. I'm just sitting there like, you know, where, where are the fucking comments? <laughs> Oh my god damn. Apparently as popular a service as as it is, nobody uses uh YouTube, I guess. That's I'm looking at no, the right anyway. No, Nate, they're all on MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's Who's a heck of a lag. Shit, it's bomb live. So oh, there's a really we bad lag, Rocky. You're never gonna get over there. So <laughs> are they chanting Hogan right now? Magic. No. <laughs> no, they're they're chanting hoagies. Yeah, there's like there's like at least twenty second lag from 
That's because uh, I went so, on Facebook. Yeah, it's bad. Here Taker. So oh, no. Do well on Facebook. That's for sure. He's got the fart you put this on Facebook. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're doing the WrestleMania. Paul Bear. Paul Bear is like, no, don't go in there. <laughs> they, stretched the, they stretched the Undertaker out like he was dead, even though it was just chloroform. I mean, I mean, let me put some chloroform on your face and let's see what happens. Are you, I'm not gonna have, I'm not gonna tell you to stretch me out of the building. You'll be waking up the next morning, bro. You'll wake up in a you'll wake up in a tub, but you won't have no kidneys. <laughs> yeah. Get here. Oh, I chloroformed you. Really? Oh, look at that. My kid, um, my, my kidney and my ass will be hurting if if David Gold did that to me. <laughs> He'd wake up his ass will be in the air. <laughs> David, what are you doing? Nothing. Go back to sleep. Go to sleep. Where all my customs go? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's a beautiful picture. For those of you joining us in Facebook, either in the We Can't Wrestle or Asylum Facebook groups, welcome. We have been on YouTube for a couple of hours watching WrestleMania 9. I gave you a heads up, but you didn't join us. <laughs> so we, we, we blame you. We took over. You guys. We blame we blame you. <laughs> I, I, I your fault. Bunch of shit birds, get on YouTube. I'm sitting here like staring at it, like, where are the fucking comments? <laughs> yeah, see, see, after you said that, everybody left. David, <laughs> David thought he wasn't popular anymore. He was like, where the fuck are all the comments? What I, I, go, I go on the Somebody, the Spartan just sitting look, here. Look, look, not, look, 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 comments are popping up. Are we doing a watch along? Yo, who, people who are saying that? shit now. So, so we're we're back. This is here, and there's like 25 viewers, you know. It just says Facebook user. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> you have to watch the stream. I hate that shit. Streamer needs to fix that. Are you a Facebook user? Yo, what's up? All right, that could, guys. Be, that could be forty people that I know. Let's say yo. Facebook user. Uh, know Facebook what users waiting are... for all day. Facebook uh, user is our number one fan. It's that half breed guy. He's like, oh, finally, <laughs> my you time. Can't that. You, know, hey, you can't say that. YouTube channel, please. Uncall for. Viewers, if you, you. Would have been wa- viewers, if you would have been watching on YouTube, you would have got that joke. All right. <laughs> I swear to you, I'm going to make a shirt that says hashtag half-breed and send it to Oh, uh, poor Hacksaw. <laughs> I promise you, Rocky Turner will have that shirt before the, end of the month is over. Thank you, Archie. It's your biggest rival. Oh, God. Is it, is it Josh Blevins? It might be Chevy Coates. Is it that Chevy Nub guy? Maybe. Either way, I'm not happy. Imagine, his, um, imagine what Aaron, Yoko's Nuna's nuts smelled like. Nade. Nade. <laughs> Chicken Terry. Chicken. Things that make you go. Nade. Aaron was like the uninformed fan. Is it that Dove guy? Like he was like. He came off was also not so hot. Is it that dumb guy? Well, I said, fuck you, Archie. It's your biggest rival. You told me you hate that dumb guy. I don't hate Tyler Dove. That's not what I said. Oh, what I no. heard. 
salty nut sack. Uh, chicken teriyaki <laughs> right to the chin. Oh, it is Josh Blevins. You are right, spot on. Oh God, go to sleep, Blevins. And Perez, always wants free stuff. In here, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. Though Yokozuna does win best non-Japanese Japanese guy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is what I'm going to do. You're going to put on 100 pounds, and you're going to put your hair in a bun. Well, let me tell you when, something, brother. When when Vince when Vince was uh, pitching that gimmick to to Rodney, do you think he played that vapor song? Turning oh, you Hulk Hogan back in. Yeah, I'm willing to believe that that Yokozuna looked at him and go, "You really? You're turning me Japanese? I'm Samoan. I'm a dynasty. <laughs> no, you're not. I can't be. Japanese, and I'm going to put you with Mr. Fuji. Oh, and then the, <laughs> and then to make it not worse, Japanese. He's right. like, nobody involved in the entire thing was Japanese. Oh, <laughs> we're going to make it even more racist. Afterwards, we'll put you with Jim Cornette. Yeah. And, and then, then you're going to sit on people. And then you're going to team with a Canadian. Oh, Bret Hart? No, his brother Owen. You're going to grow a beard. <laughs> Owen and Yokozuna is a great tag team. I agree. Apparently, I agree. Blevins is over there making porn and gave you an ultimate preview, Rocky. What? <laughs> that's, that's I'm magic. over here. <laughs> Why did Rocky turn his head like he was going to see something? What? Like, what, 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 what were you looking for? Well, we're, on the, we're on the screen over here, too. Oh, okay. It's way off. Way I'm off. over here making fire magnets. Just ask Rocky. He got an ultimate preview. Oh, oh, okay. I changed it to porn, Archie. I made it funny. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, but nothing Blevin says is funny. What the fuck is a fire magnet? <laughs> What's a fire? That, that That's a That's fire a magnet. magnet. Yeah. Yeah, I have his HPK. I have his I have his flare. I have the one he made of me. Guys, are y'all watching the Hogan interview? Yes. 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 He just said, whether it's you or the Jap. Oh, <laughs> I never, hey, in my defense, I did not tell him to say that. Yes, you did. No, I did not. Rocky. Yes, you did. <laughs> Either you or the Jap. I want a title shot. Now. <laughs> Best Can magnet. Can you imagine? Best magnet. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Rocky also has the uh, wrestling buddy to go along with that. Good old sexy oh, yeah. Him and I were going to do big things. I was going to be sexy gold. He was going to be sexy Rexy. Rocky, you want to <laughs> hear something funny? That's cool. Rocky, you want to hear Yo, something shoot. funny? Yes. You sent me a Rex magnet with a package that you sent me like two or three months ago. So I put it on my fridge. And I have my HBK magnet that Blevins made me and another couple other ones up there. About a week ago, my wife goes by the refrigerator and goes, who's that on our fridge? I'm like, that's HBK. She's like, no, the other guy. I'm like, that's me because I have my magnet. She's like, no, the guy with the weird expression with the curly hair. I'm like, you mean Rex? She's like, wait a minute. That's the guy that passed away last year? I'm like, yeah. She's like, why is there a dead man on our fridge? I'm like, because he was one of my best friends. <laughs> no she reason. was like totally free. No reason. She was like, she was like totally free. She's like, why is there a dead guy on our fridge? Because he was like one of my closest friends in the in the group. So I'm like, tell her it was a homage. It'd be weirder <laughs> if he was in it. Yeah. Right? He was in the back garden the uh, right. mail. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> If he was in the CRISPR drawer, then we'd have questions. 
Right. Why is oh, Rex stealing the grapefruit? Sandwich. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> who who the are these two guys fighting? It is time for Bret Hart and Yokozuna. So, quick story from what we call Bruce Pritchard. Um, Mr. Fuji was basically the handler yep, that's for the Yokozuna. And Yokozuna actually broke a toilet just by sitting on it, and Mr. Fuji had to pick the porcelain out of his rear end. Oh, God. Mm. Another story, Mr. Fuji worked as a ticket taker at a movie theater in Tennessee before he passed away. Really? What did he do? I, I, I know what he was doing. He was probably stopping people. There's also there's, there's Joy Star Wars Episode 7, Boys. <laughs> there's also a, there's well, also a rumor that he uh, murdered his neighbor's dog and then fed it to him. I can see that. Pepper? <laughs> Does anybody remember the old Coliseum of videos that they were to release that weren't pay-per-views, but it was like different matches from like Superstars or Monday Night Raw mm, yep. together? And then they would have like these in-the-middle segments. After Yokozuna re-won the world title from Hulk Hogan and King of the Ring, they had a segment with him and Mr. Fuji at like a Benihana. And he like eats like a thousand pounds worth of food in one sitting. And I'm not, they actually filmed him eating all this rice and beef and shrimp. And as a kid, I remember going, wow, that's the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> of course, the guy comes out of the back, you go, you go, no, you don't eat here any longer. You go out of here. <laughs> that's exactly, that's exactly you what got, they present. You, 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 you eat too much, you go, you go. <laughs> they present Mr. Fuji with the bill, and Mr. Fuji go, we know pay I ain't this. paying that. <laughs> And Mean Gene, Mean Gene looks at him and goes, "Don't worry, I'll talk to Vince." I think that might have been the only time they slipped up and mentioned Vince McMahon as the owner. Yeah, stop it! And look now, at this was look at Brett kiss that belt goodbye. Bye bye. Now, now Brett, this was Brett's first title reign, right? The one that he took from Flair on a house show in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And then he gets it back at WrestleMania 10. Now, you said Yokozuna was a one-year champion. Technically, it wasn't one year because it so was from King of the Ring to WrestleMania. Long. Right. It was like eight or nine months. Right. But if it, it was, was a long time. It was a fucking year. It felt like a year. But did you really expect to see a 600-pound Japanese Samoan lose to, like, one, two, three kid? I mean. Uh, that, my, my point, once again, was, is like I said, it should have been Macho Man and Brett. Man, look at all that cottage cheese. Woo! Okay. But Macho Man was still in between and was leaving to WCW. Vince knew that. That Crush wasn't was happening until around WrestleMania 10. Vince did not know that yet. He thought Macho was too old and made him an right. announcer. Right. He didn't okay. Know so, he was leaving. all right. Now, before, yeah, okay, except hey, for hey, Macho Man, who else was there to take the belt off of Brett or Yokozuna? The point is, is Yoko shouldn't have had the belt. It should have been Macho and Brett for the belt, <laughs> not Yoko. Okay, but if Macho was not involved, who else could have fought Brett in this match? You, this is what you had to go with if Macho wasn't involved. Well, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Hey, Gold, Gold. Like choice. <laughs> Gold, are you just saying you wanted Macho because that'd be a cool match, or did they actually have any angle or something going on? Um, you would have had to put a story behind it, Magic. It wouldn't have just been, oh, let's just throw Macho in there. I'm saying I would have liked uh, so it. You're, you're just fantasy booking because he wasn't even wrestling at this point. 
point in that because of Vince. Well, technically, he was oh, in the Royal Rumble, Rumble that Yokozuna won to get the world title match. The point so, of the matter is, oh, is Magic, I am fantasy booking, but at the same token, the reason Macho wasn't wrestling wasn't of his own decision. That was Vince. It wasn't like Macho was like, oh, Vince thought he was. No, old. you're right. I agree with you on that goal. No, you're right. But, but I think if, if, if you're thinking we need a replacement, it, it needs to be like, what, who would you realistically pick here? That's what I want to know. That's what well, I was asking. Wesley Kimler says it should have been Taker. Macho shouldn't have been put to the side. Taker That's was not ready to be a world champion. Yeah, I think this Taker is a little team. early for Taker. Well, I'm just saying this guy said it. I was just saying his thought. I'm oh, that's what okay. right. I mean, I like it. And definitely Taker is always a good choice. I just think it's a little early in in his WWF run for that. Well, you right. did a feud with Hogan before this, though. So to his point, Taker did briefly have a feud with um, Hogan as the champion. And he, and he, he was the champion for three briefly. seconds before they pulled yeah. away from him. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, to his point, maybe that wouldn't have been bad. But it, you're right. It was early. But I think they should have had a to- they should have had a story behind it. I, I would have done it this way where Macho was training and then at the Rumble, he's a surprise entrant. He wins the Rumble and then he faces Brett at WrestleMania. You could have even, you could have done it several ways. Okay, well, who's, okay, let's do this. We're going to say that Macho Man's in this and mm-hmm. I'm playing devil's advocate. I don't care either way. Who's the heel? No heel. He's saying go face he face. You didn't need no. a heel. No, I don't need a heel. They did. They, they did face face, 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 face warrior. Face face is butt. You gotta no, have a no. heel. You gotta have a heel. You could have made Macho you know, all day. Savage. Well, could have Savage could have been right, a heel. Now, if now you want to here was my one. my figuration here, uh, David Magic uh, Aaron. All right, no Macho, and you don't want to go with Yokozuna. Instead of having it be Lex Luger versus Mr. Perfect, you maybe put Mr. Perfect in with Bret Hart because they always had great matches. That would have been a good thing, too. But, it, I mean, Yoko, to y'all's point, Yoko was the option, and that's fine. But I would have went with Macho Man, and that, but that's my opinion. Look, Matt, my thing is, it's like everybody can, say, everybody can say how great of a match this would have been or how great of a match that would have been, but you got to look at the story. Like, if you're going to go Bret Macho Man, what is the story? You could have had Brett, him attack right and come back as Macho King. You know, Brett had Elizabeth him. first. Right. Brett had lust in his eyes. Lust. Like, done that. Him, and, here's, him here's, and Flair double teamed her. <laughs> Magic's going to get mad at me. <laughs> the only part I don't like about this, the only the part I don't like about this is, okay, Yoko destroys Brett and wins. Why did Hogan have to come out and take the title? Because Vince wanted to put Hogan over big one last time. That's why. Well, he just. But he was leaving to WCW. He was trying to get everyone to forget the steroids. At this time, he wasn't leaving. The Vince didn't know this happened. He, was he leaves three through. months later. Yes, yeah, yeah, Vince didn't know that was coming. So the storyline is he was very short term, and Vince wanted him just to carry the title through a European tour. He just thought yeah. that would be good for sales and merch. And, to and if I'm not mistaken, and if I'm not mistaken, that European tour you spoke of was actually shit. They barely had anybody in the arenas for those, that show. Those shows. I, uh, and and oh. maybe, maybe that's why. Maybe it was a it was booked low already, and this was the this last. This is my, it's my son John. 
What's up, John? To make maybe one that was like a last ditch effort because it's pretty quick after this, if I remember right. So maybe that's like last ditch effort by Vince to try to. I think that's my pizza. Yeah. Oh, okay. To your point, magically, that might have been a last ditch effort of Vince trying to keep Hogan too. You never know, right? Yeah, but that's true. You make you know? like, maybe if I give him the title, he won't leave. You know. Right. And Macho and Man promised Vince he wasn't leaving, so that blindsided Vince more than Hogan. So when Macho left, Vince was very surprised. That's why they feuded for a long time. Can I can I intercede for just a moment? Mm-hmm. No. The, this is the third thing that I will say is the thing that I don't like about this mania, and it's not Yoko. Mm-hmm. It is it is the Hogan finish because right. I think I think that at this time, you know, we had just gone through the the rock and wrestling era. Hulk Hogan on top for fucking eight years. Mm-hmm. And the WWF to go with a dominant heel champion was a change that was vastly needed. I agree. And Yoko, much like Andre, was a good choice. Not not Andre, not late Andre. Not Andre, I'm I'm just beat the fuck up. Mm-hmm. He, he was a great choice for a long term, large monster heel champion so i agree with everything that happens here until 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 he unseats yoko a few seconds later because right you immediately killed whatever momentum you would have had in that that year long loves to do that but at the same token at the same token nate i agree with you on that but at the same token the cameraman fireball finish with Hogan and King of the Ring was genius heel. That was great. It was. It was. So it was. They, they, they could have they done that here too. themselves at King of the Ring, but that should have never had to take place. I think Vince right. kind of right. knew Hogan was out the door now at this point. His last mm-hmm. dish effort failed. Hogan was going no Ooh. matter what. So he redeemed himself with the fireball incident and put the belt back on Yoko. But, you know, I, mean, I, I don't I know- just like Yoko, but... I, so, yeah, I so do, what I think happened, some of it, I and, and that, I, I do agree with Gold. I think it was probably a little bit of a let me save. Not necessarily that Vince even wanted Hogan to be the man, but he didn't want Hogan in WCW. I think right. that's the deal. So I think it was that. And then I also think, if y'all remember, so Vince was always a face carries the company. He's the only one that a face champion carried. And he'd had many successful years with Hogan. He puts it on Brett, and we all know ticket sales, everything goes immediately takes a dive, and Brett's right. not able to. So I think he's like, well, I need a face, and I need uh, Brett's not doing it. So I think he was still stuck in that it has to be a face to carry the company. Yeah, but in the same regard, Vince McMahon has done that dozens of times before. Look at a few years back, uh, CM Punk beat Cena for the title. The very next, and C- CM Punk leaves. The very next week, they have a world title tournament, which Rey Mysterio wins. But then later on in the show, John Cena beats Rey Mysterio for the title. And oh, look who's back after only one, one week of not being here CM Punk. I'm sorry, that that ever. No, no, that should have never. Punk should have went to three or four different indie shows with that belt, with the WWE Ooh. camera, defended that title. And then came back to them having Did the paper the champion. Did you see the when they uh, came out with the, the face. And Cena Oof. had no 
idea who the fuck it was. Yeah, I, but I, I would have liked to see him go to indie shows, but I don't. I think they screwed the pooch. Everything <laughs> that screwed the pooch. They should have handed Cena the belt and had no tournament. And right. Like, All right, Cena, you get the belt back. Right. We're gonna screw Punk. Whatever. We're gonna give you this belt, and then Punk right. shows up later that night. That would have so been. I, I hate the question, but I hate this finish. Salt to your eye does not make you stay down for a count. Oh, nope. I thought it was cocaine. <laughs> it luckily, was chloroform in the now, salt form. Luckily, Hulkster comes to save the day. Teabag's uh, breath. He's teabagging. Good man. Now, one more thing. The, the buckle that had no pad on it. <laughs> that buckle that had no pad on it did as much damage as Lex Luger's elbow probably did to Mr. Perfect earlier <laughs> in the night. I mean, how about the razor roll-up winning over Bob Backlund? I mean, this whole fucking show is just bullshit endings. <laughs> That's why WrestleMania 9 is shit. Which is what today's product is, too. It's roll-ups and shit endings. And WrestleMania 9 is better than today's product. So Ooh, that's dangerous. I agree. I agree. Yellow belly. I actually would yellow rather belly. watch... <laughs> Come on, Hogan. Right yellow now. belly. Come on. And I love the rest of the Do it. Go! Go, go no, to the ring. Go. Are you Hart's eyes are burning. He's pissed he lost the title. No, you go get it, Hulk Hogan. Go, you save oh, it. Really? Magic snap in really? like yeah, and yes. <laughs> <laughs> even there, Brett Hogan still. had the shit on him. I love Brett even there. Even there, Hogan had the shit on him. He had to straddle his head while he was checking it's on like him. WrestleMania six, when Warrior won, Hogan's in the ring, like holding his arm up. And then when Macho Man won, Hogan's in the ring holding Macho Man's oh, arm. More cocaine. That's the ring, cocaine. Hogan's nut powder. Some nose candy, brother. You know what it would have been Hogan. better. You know what it would would have been better. Hogan gets in the ring. Yoko kicks him in the face, sits on him, and pins him for the three count. Imagine yes. if that happened. Yes. Yoko would be I the would really guy. I would have preferred a, a few broken yeah, ribs. Good. Yoko. The only, the, the only Brett and and Hogan in one night. How's that? The only reason right. the only reason that I would give this a passing grade as a finish is at the moment, if you look at the crowd, they were losing their shit. Right. But they weren't. Well, they are, right here. They're losing their shit. Some of them are losing their shit. They're showing the front Not row for Hogan, and that's Not magic in the front row. How about us in the back row? Like, man, what a fucking terrible pay per view this was. This would have been there. Guys. Okay, I mean, hold, on, hold on, hold on. In this moment, are, yes, I agree with you very much. Y'all are thinking in today as the smart mark theory. Remember back but then, in '93. Look at these people. Business. They're losing their shit. Oh, I was a, wait a minute. I loved hold it. On. Probably hold on. Right. Hold on. Bell rang. Hogan's in the ring. Mr. Fuji goes to throw salt. Shouldn't that have been an automatic disqualification? Ah, uh, you forget. Ref's discretion. Oh, yeah, we so, saw it earlier. So, so earlier, he couldn't win the tag team titles because the referee decided to throw a DQ. But here, he, yeah, right. Ref, you know, Magic's going to defend anything, Hogan. Come on, Archie. This would have been the perfect time for Savage to turn heel. He could have right. come up behind him with a chair and just absolutely yeah, tap him right. off. Boom, and then Yoko pins him, and boom. You're right, Rocky. That would have been great, too. No, 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 no. Hogan's <laughs> celebrating. 
Look, Hogan's celebrating. The fucking shitbirds are dancing. They're all happy. It's okay. And then he gets the mic and goes, I see you had lust in your eyes for, sh- for uh, Lincoln. <laughs> no, no, no. See, oh, there's, the, there's the we didn't know Hogan was going to win fireworks going on. <laughs> we just fucking happened to have these. Sean wasn't ready at that time, Wesley. I, I, Sean versus Brett wasn't ready yet. Sean wasn't ready right. for the main event yet. Oh, I got to cancel because if I don't cancel this, fucking WrestleMania 10 is going to come on. Rocky. Right, <laughs> check this out. Rocky, check this out. Hogan's celebrating. Savage gets in the ring with a chair, beats the shit out of Hogan, and then looks at the camera and writes WCW in the air and walks out. And he goes to WCW first. That wasn't a bad show. Sure, you could one. do that. That would have been good. You mean our show wasn't bad? Right, our show was great. <laughs> that, but that's because that Aaron was on it. Yeah, that's because well, yeah. And, until and, until and if Aaron there was made people it about watching Nate, it probably would have been even more exciting. <laughs> until Aaron made it all about. I'm you sorry know, that I'm trying Oreos to our stuff. YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. honestly, honestly, guys, um, out of all of that, I really. Backlund and Razor's kind of weak, and obviously Giant Gonzalez and Undertaker's pretty weak. Rest isn't that bad. It's not like old so makes it sound. WrestleMania, um, no. WrestleMania look, 9 is cool. Look, so I'm going to say this again in look, full transparency. Hold, hold, I didn't on, say this is the worst pay-per-view. I said it's the second worst WrestleMania. Now, you know, hold on, Gold. Just for a second, everybody. The, the whole impetus for this episode was that David and I disagree on this show. Mm-hmm. So I just want to run down real quick. Sean and Tatanka, good match. Yes. Good match, I agree. Steiners and Head Shrinkers, good match. Fantastic yes. match. Last two, only two good matches. Doink, <laughs> Doink and Crush. Terrible. Effective, because it did its job. It told the story. It was, it was, it was the, the shit heel uh, chasing, or being chased by... The large baby face. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's next? Razor and Backland? Is that next? Yep. Yes. Okay. Terrible ending. Nobody knew who Backland was. Way short. Okay. Thrown Decent. together. I, I will. I will. I will. I will attest to that. Thrown together, like Rocky said. However, let's watch the last eight WrestleManias and see how many thrown together matches we've had. On A them. bunch. A bunch. Probably the whole. I, mean, I agree the whole card on some of them. Terrible. Um, and it did its job in getting Razor over. Getting Razor over would have been him hitting his finisher and destroying that. And, and I, I absolutely agree. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm just I'm just making my fucking case here. Right, <laughs> so. Roll up with a shitty ending. <laughs> no matter so, what you make your case. It made like Razor look weak. It made him look like he barely beat Backlund with a fucking roll up. So what was our next match? Uh, Perfect versus Luger. Okay, we established that was a decent match. I'm going with Perfect made a decent. opinion on that. Perfect made a decent. Luger's terrible. I agree. I agree. Um, and then we had Taker and and uh, and Gonzalez, which was the shits. I'd use the bathroom during that match. I still I don't think anyone I, I think anyone actually, will argue that. I think I actually did use the bathroom during that match. <laughs> I think you were gone. You're right. <laughs> you, I bet you you wiped your ass, looked down at the toilet paper, and it looked like the same design on that onesie. Well, no. I, 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 wipe, I, wipe I like my the ass fact that I put over that it's a onesie. <laughs> I wipe my WrestleMania ass. WrestleMania 11 is worse than this. Oh, wait, you skipped um, Hogan and Booty B versus IRS and MDM. 
Yeah, the, the match was good. for obvious the reasons. The match was good. The finish was crap. Terrible. Um, I skipped, also, uh, Rocky, to your point, I did actually look at the toilet paper and say, "Wow, what a giant Gonzalez!" Booyah! <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then after that, we had the man died. Yeah, so we're all. So did about oh. half the other one. Yoko and Brett again. I think they had a decent match, but I really do hate that shit finish. So, shit on a single. <laughs> yes, I, I was literally, the, the, literally there was two good matches and when one Hogan climbed in the ring. When Hogan, when Hogan climbed in the ring and they were going to put the title on the line, I was cussing like a sailor. I thought my dad was going to throw me out of the house. It was so bad. I mean, as a little kid, I still liked Hogan. Don't get me wrong, and I was probably in '93, like, "Yay, Hogan!" You know, because I was a, you know, I'm the one that wrote to Hogan when he was in the hospital and did all that bullshit. I stopped rooting for Hogan. Uh, I think I was right right before WrestleMania five because I was. I think I might have been an adult or a teenager, older teenager. Hogan was stale to you. And he was stale when he went to WCW. That's why they put him in the NWO. Oh, I, I hated him in WCW until he joined the NWO. And it, it, from WrestleMania 8 on, Hogan was fucking stale. I used, I to, I used to boo him whenever uh, he came out of WCW, like on Nitro and stuff. And he was still in the yellow. And, and Oh, yeah. Red. And when they brought him back in 2000 as red and yellow again, I'm like. And oh. I was complete opposite. I loved him. Was super excited. I actually switched ships. I was a WWF loyal fan. Hogan went and I followed. And I believe lots of people did. The, the, one greatest, thing- the greatest day in Hogan's history was Bash at the Beach. I did not see that coming. I oh, thought, right. what a great play. What a perfect opportunity to make him a heel. They couldn't have, they couldn't have done that again. I mean, it was, it was absolute perfection. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, that would have never happened. They went to Sting first, and they were going to have him turn, and he said, It wouldn't have been the same. It wouldn't have been the same. Well, they offered him first, and he said, No, that's why they went with Hogan. Because everybody hated Hogan, not everybody, but most people hated Hogan already. And whenever whenever he dropped that leg, it just put him him over the top, man. All right, like when Hogan. So, So remember, though, everyone hated him. But NWO, I don't know about pushing him over the top. Everyone loved him. Let's go with this. This I'll, I'll say this about when Hogan turned, okay? And I'll put this as like me and Nate being brothers, okay? Brother. Nate and I Brother. watched Brother. everything together, okay? Mm-hmm. He was my he was big part. brother. We watched all the wrestling shit together. Okay. Oh, he told well, me you were older. Well, Nate's older. But just, just, just listen to what I'm saying. I, I, just listen. We watch all the shit together. Okay. All the time, Nate and I just watch wrestling together. Watch wrestling together, and um, then Nate got to the age where he had to get a fucking job. All right. <laughs> so Nate now has to work. And um, how could you? Yeah, I felt betrayed. That's your like, little really? brother. Yeah, it's like I'm out here. Man by has a family. Now. This guy's like, I get, yeah, it's like 
I didn't understand it at the time, but I'm like, this guy's got to get money so he can get a car because now he wants to get laid. But I didn't understand that in my little fucking mind, you know? Well, I'm at my grandma's house because Nate and I used to go to my grandma's house for two weeks every summer. Well, now Nate's not going to go to grandma's house because he's making money. He's getting laid. And I'm just sitting here by myself. <laughs> so first he dissed his little brother, then his grandmother. What kind of yeah. man are you, yeah. Nate? Well, well, Nate. Then I get Nate. a phone call. I get a phone call. And Nate's like, holy shit, Hulk Hogan just turned. And I'm like, what? You're lying. Nate Aaron was, watched, and, Nate and watched then, the Hulk Hogan turn without, without me. you. Right. I'll never so look at you the, the same, line, Nate Maxson. So like, what? So, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. So, so the gist of the Nate, story here is. So Nate gist of turned the story heel. Here is, Ar- Archie's got it. Nate turned heel the same time Hogan did. Yeah. <laughs> you were Hollywood Nate Maxson. I was more upset about the fact that Nate watched Hogan turn heel without yeah, me than the fact that Hulk Hogan turned heel. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm looking at this trash can, brother, and this represents you right now, Aaron. <laughs> so what do y'all think? So supposedly Hogan went to Vince, and he wanted to be Triple H, Hollywood Hulk Hogan, right after the Warrior fight. He wanted to go back down. And instead of celebrate, he was going to turn on him after the match is over and he loses the title. And Vince wouldn't let him? Vince said no. Vince says, I need you to pose. I don't think so. I don't think he wanted to be a heel. That would have been, hey, I would have enjoyed that. Let me tell you, Hogan wanted to be a heel his whole career. No, I think think he's a good, a a great heel. Yeah, watch all his masks. Our matches as a face, he's one of the most hill guys around. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, that's yeah. what I said. Absolutely, absolutely. And he even no. drug that into Rocky Three. I didn't even enjoyed him as Thunderlips. <laughs> I love Thunderlips. <laughs> I'm the up, ultimate meatball. male, <laughs> and he's the ultimate meatball. I mean, yeah, I, I could see that even in his suburban commando character, he was kind of like this arrogant asshole. So I get it. Yeah. What? What? Re- really? I've never seen that movie. Suburban Commando was not a heel. Did you see the parts when he like drinks and he's like, "You're not fucking with me. This is Annie Free." You know, he acted heelish. Totally did. I guess. Like I'm this badass. I can beat the fuck out of everybody. Look, I want to. All right, listen. No, I want (laughs) to. The next episode of the Recant Wrestle podcast is going to be an interview with Hollywood Nate Maxson. And we're going to get to the bottom of this heel turn. Hey, uh, I just you left me alone, man. I, was I just, just out there. I heard myself. this. Hey, Aaron, I also heard a rumor about that same day that he uh, told you that Hulk turned. He actually uh, threw your grandmother down in the yard and dropped a leg bomb on her. <laughs> and, and I thought you were going to say grandma. fucking half-breed. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, my goodness. It the, all makes the neighbor, sense. The neighbor half-breed watched him do it. The grandmother rolled out of the way and he broke his leg. Guys, it all makes sense now. It is. It's all coming together. Nate, world order. 
It's like a, it's like a Quentin Tarantino movie. Yep. Like all this shit just happened. All the pieces all gonna. All the pieces are lined up. This is story by Is there a sign? Hold on, hold on. Aaron said, Aaron said Quentin Tarantino movie. Is there a sign in my front yard that says half breed storage? <laughs> oh God. Hey Nate, I have to do this now that you're like the heel. Now, no wonder you sabotaged our show tonight. And it's just <laughs> you know, Nate. Hey. Hey, I know how good the coffee is. <laughs> you know, Nate, I'm going to say something. Rocky said that the word that word half breed earlier, and it was bad. <laughs> but then you quoting the line from Pulp Fiction, and I know I know what the real line is, made it even worse. <laughs> hey, he's wow. taking it to another it's like, level. It's like Nate is the like the the. Cable TBS version of what Rocky said. (laughs) (laughs) Like Nate's looking at the plane, he's like, Yippee Kaye, melon (laughs) farmer. <laughs> uh, I can just imagine Nate's excited on the phone. And Aaron's like, "You motherfucker!" He's like, "Yeah, Hogan just turned." And Aaron's like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Hogan is good. No, no. You watched it without me, you asshole. You watched it without me. Well, What's yeah, my girlfriend was over. Oh, I'm throwing up the NWO signs right now. Fuck you. Gold. Gold. You watched it alone without me? No, my girlfriend was over. You have a girlfriend? <laughs> oh, my new brother's here. He's the brother of my girlfriend. <laughs> Why do I picture them as Corey and Eric Matthews, though? That was yeah. like, that's what I'm picturing them as. Well, Grandma's here, too. The whole family. They didn't invite you. <laughs> <laughs> You know who we are, but you don't know why we're here. <laughs> so this is one of those shows that it's hard to close because we're all gas bagging. But and yeah, I and I got, I got this uh, is, and I got three of these in me. Wait, is, is this episode yeah. ninety six or ninety? You're all hopped up on Mountain Dew. I'm gonna come at you like a spider monkey. <laughs> Actually, Archie, this is. Archie, this is going to be episode 12 of the Asylum Wrestling Podcast. Okay. And episode 97 of the We Can't Wrestle Podcast. Oh, we Can't Wrestle Podcast. So, so, episode 97 of the We Can't Wrestle Podcast. And the number Nate one episode Tarantino. of Rocky's a Redneck. It <laughs> <laughs> needs to be Nate World Order. <laughs> hey, Rocky, sure. after the show's over, we need to negotiate a new, a new deal here for a podcast. Okay. So All right. that being said, no Nate. I want the name. I want the name to be Nate goes full heel. So ninety six. Nate goes full heel. Nick Francis can blow it out his ass. <laughs> oh God! I'm a oh, handsome God. motherfucker. Nick Francis. He deserved that one. You stupid Nate. some bitch. I'm Nate's gonna be listening. Fuck. Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> huh? Shit. Shut, shut your face, because I just made a belt from Nick Francis earlier, and I want to be on his good side. Nate is going to... Go get it in three months, bro. You'll be fine. Nick is going to... Nick is going to... Nick's going to be listening to this on the way home from work. Well, I'm just saying, Nick Francis part. said, never seen a bunch of uglies, and Rocky will Rocky... <laughs> oh, he did. He right. left a comment. I got it here earlier for Rocky. No, 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 no. Nick left a comment. It says, never seen such a bunch of uglies and Rocky. Wow, Nick. 
That yeah. means this guy. That means this guy. <laughs> that guy. That guy up there. <laughs> guys, we look kind I'm of except a beer for magic. Before I do my sign off. Hold no, don't leave yet. Except for magic not being there, we look like the Brady Bunch, and that makes Rocky Alice. <laughs> hey, that's true. Uniform of mine again? I can't remember the order now. I make a hell of a bunch. I cake. think I think you'd be uh, the mother. I think you're Carol Brady. <laughs> All right, I'm bangable then. Excellent. Wait a minute. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Hold on. Gold goes right there. I love it. Me and Aaron are at the bottom, so that makes Aaron, Bobby, and me, Cindy. Shit. I didn't think this through. Man, Cindy, you you need to lay off the meth. (laughs) 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 Woo! That's what I realized since you called called Gold, Carol, he's going to look at himself in the mirror and be like, I'd do me. (laughs) I'm just saying this Nick Francis guy Yeah he's got the belt Whatever Them be fighting words Who's that? Is that Blevs? I don't know I that think so. We have a podcast stream See I don't like yeah. that Facebook user crap I want to know who I'm talking to Yeah yeah. Put your name out there, bit. The oddities. I take that as a compliment. I, I'm Golga. That's for sure. No, no, you're Goldga. Gold. <laughs> or I'm the Jekyll. I'll take that. No, you can't be. That would be Aaron. That's true. Why am I the Jekyll? Because he was devious. I don't know why that not... worked so well. <laughs> he didn't argue. He's like, he's like, right. yeah, whatever. Well, fellas, it's been a pleasure uh, hanging out with you tonight. Yes. Rocky, thank you for joining us. We pleasure. It's been fun. <laughs> Yes, sir. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad I could be the uh, the heel of the bunch. <laughs> Until late in the show where I turned heel and then Aaron became a fucking jackal. No, I'm glad somebody yep. took the fucking heat off me. This guy was like, oh, <laughs> fucking half-breeds and goddamn muck mucks on some shit. I'm like, good deal. I'm not like... Mangina's everywhere. <laughs> And then Archie's like, you just missed the best part of the show. I'm like, well, what? What happened? What happened? It's gonna be it wasn't hard, me. It's going to be a hard hard choice to pick a, pick a name for this show. But... Everybody goes heel. That's the perfect name. Someone's well, playing your game system all day, Rocky. <laughs> I think yeah, mangina's you know. everywhere should be the Mangina's everywhere. <laughs> mangina's oh, everywhere. Man, 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 mangina world order. And guys, <laughs> once you the go. WrestleMania stops scrolling, we go straight to shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so what happened. We thanked Rocky for being here. Thank you, John Majewski, for being here in some capacity. Mm-hmm. I he's in. He's in the witness protection program and can't show us his face. My name is John, and I am here. <laughs> good to no, see you, like, John, or not. Yeah, good, good to not or see not. You, John. He could have just put it on the microwave. That would have been fine. Yeah, yeah, that would have been hysterical. Let's do like a playoff like the Eric Clapton song, Willie and the Mangina. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> 
We're so you guys, you guys now. take care, and I will be seeing you around. Have a good night, night Rocky. Yes, all right, brother. Good night, everybody. What a great Thank night! Any been... night we get to see Hulk Magic. Hogan take home a championship. Magic. It's just. I want you. I want. I want Magic to do our sign off tonight, guys. Thank you all once again for listening to us on the We Can't Wrestle podcast and the Asylum Wrestling podcast. Thank you to all these great guys who are on the board today. You know we love you. All the listeners out there, all our members, you know we listen to or we love y'all as well. WrestleMania 9, what a great event for some good guys to all get together. We give each other shit in hell the whole time, but we really love each other. They're a bunch of good dudes except for the Nate World Order. The rest of us are all good dudes. <laughs> Obviously, just a joke. But like I said, guys, we love you. Thank y'all for listening. And as always, y'all have a great day. Mm, that's a base card. Goodbye, shitbirds. I am.